What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? What if we wake up one day and realize that the terrorist threat is a predictable consequence of our meddling in the affairs of others and has nothing to do with us being free and prosperous? What if propping up repressive regimes in the Middle East endangers both the United States and Israel? What if occupying countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and bombing Pakistan is directly related to the hatred directed toward us? What if someday it dawns on us that losing over 5,000 American military personnel in the Middle East since 9-11 is not a fair trade-off for the loss of nearly 3,000 American citizens, no matter how many Iraqi, Pakistani, and Afghan people are killed or displaced. What if we finally decide that torture, even if called enhanced interrogation technique, is self-destructive and produces no useful information and that contracting it out to a third world nation is just as evil? What if it is finally realized that war and military spending is always destructive to the economy? What if all wartime spending is paid for through the deceitful and evil process of inflating and borrowing? What if we finally see that wartime conditions always undermine personal liberty? What if conservatives who preach small government wake up and realize that our interventionist foreign policy provides the greatest incentive to expand the government? What if conservatives understood once again that their only logical position, military intervention, and managing an empire throughout the world? What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests? What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? What if Obama has no intention of leaving Iraq? What if a military draft is being planned for for the wars that will spread if our foreign policy is not changed? What if the American people learn the truth, that our foreign policy has nothing to do with national security, that it never changes from one administration to the next? What if war and preparation for war is a racket serving the special interests? What if President Obama is completely wrong about Afghanistan and turns out worse than Iraq and Vietnam put together? What if Christianity actually teaches peace and not preventive wars of aggression? What if diplomacy is found to be superior to bombs and bribes in protecting America? What happens if my concerns are completely unfounded? Nothing. But what happens if my concerns are justified and ignored? Nothing good. And I yield back the balance of my time. Hey yo, what's up, chilling? Ooh, Saturday night stream. My goodness, my goodness. How are you? Hello. What's up? Welcome. Saturday, the China question. How's it going? Got some people over there in the live chat. What's good with you? What's good with you, Mr. Ron Paul? On the intro, feeling good, guys. Just got a heck of a workout on. 
Big shout out to Katie Zed. Just did her first stream. It's pretty cool. I was helping Katie out with uh, getting, <laughs> helping her out with tech in the, for the stream, like huffing and puffing on the exercise bike. I just got done with the, you know, Katie uh, texted me to try to get, get some help. I was like, give me 10 minutes. I was in the middle of a really hard lift, super hard lift. I've been dabbling in pre-workout. <laughs> so I, I, I drank some pre-workout before the gym, lifted so hard, and then got on the ex exercise bike and talked on the phone. I was like, so you go over to Restream and worked out. Good job to one of the Ignants for doing their first stream. That is awesome. We're not, that's not the subject of today's stream. What's up, y'all? People over there in the chat, Katie Zed, Arvolt. Might be wrong. Dr. Insomnia, non-constremist, shouting at clouds. What up, y'all? Welcome, welcome. Number two is in the house. Randy Crush from earlier and Elt is everywhere from earlier. My goodness. Hi. Got a good show planned out right now. We're doing international news tonight. I'm sure you can see the, the name of the title and things like that. And we will be starting the debate review and recap at 7.30. I want to go through some international stuff because my the point, I mean, people expressed interest in me wanting to and uh, wanting me to review the Sticks Fuentes, Fuentes stream or debate from, I think, four months ago or something like that. But that's really not my, you know, who is right about China is China is not what I care about as much as who is right about America. And I hold the non-interventionist somewhat isolationist. I mean, if we can be isolationist, we should be. If it, Like, imagine a world where we could build, make, and pr do everything ourselves. Wouldn't we want that? That's one of my points. So we got this Russia thing going on. We have the, you know, probably the big, there's there's three huge international stories, stories of stories going on right now. There's the China, China, hence the, and the Olympics. There's Russia, Ukraine, and there's the Canadian truckers. And only one of these three, really, it's my position that it requires our involvement or whatever, and that's the Canadian truckers, in that we should be supporting them, okay? But I don't mean the government needs to do something about that other than, support the Canadian truck truckers and disavow Justin Trudeau, essentially disavow the global homo regime. So my point about the non, not in non-interventionism, I'm sure we'll get into this later is that the problems are here. We have turned from God's law. <laughs> we, our problems are domestic. There's not one problem. And I've said this before on stream. There's not one problem that Russia or China is posing toward us that could not be almost entirely taken care of by turning back to doing the right thing at home. So I'm excited for the stream. Uh, the, the Fuentes debate is uh, about two hours. I'm gonna sp speed it up to uh, 1.1 or 1.2 speed, uh, make it go a little bit faster, but we're try gonna try to get through the, whole, through the whole thing. I've watched it twice. I watched it uh, live, or I guess the day after when it came out. And uh, then I watched it about a month later. So I mean, I'm gonna give you my arguments, things like that. We'll check in with the live chat, all those good things. Remember the replays go solely to Odyssey. Um, and you know, Odyssey with this one, I'm not sure actually, because I'm gonna try to not say anything insane or just, you know, YouTube bannable. I mean, we might see if this one can, can stay up or whatever. So let's see what you guys are saying over there in the live chat, and we'll get in some international news. Uh, we'll, cover, we'll cover the Russia stuff, the Canada stuff, and then at 7.30, 7.35 Eastern time, we'll be starting the Sticks Fuentes debate, uh, providing my colored, my commentary of color. Galaxy in the house. Old Bear in the house. What up, what up, what up? Easy to do Trump when you're saying China. Sparuski in the house. What's up? 
Caretaker. Who will bomb the brown kids? Not us. That's the answer. What, what's Tarl? Refer to sticks as Tarl? What does that mean? Okay, let's get into it, guys. Um, so, you know, this is just, you know, some random stuff. You know how we do do over here sometimes. So it says a money print. So we're doing general uh, international news right now before we, uh, you know, we might be a few minutes late for the sticks thing. You know how we do do. So a money, pr a money printing factory in France caught on fire, uh, was, uh, you know, I don't know if it was arson or whatever. Probably just a maskless party go or like Notre Dame or whatever. Money printing, huh? Bitcoin to the moon. I'm platforming and now, oh yeah, well, I don't know. I might risk it. Mary, hello, I'm doing great, how are you? It was done by the inventors of Doge. <laughs> That's That was the people that, that did this. This I brought up this one the other day, but this, just these people are so wicked, dude. Their, their priorities are so off. Germany to raise a 1,000 year old forest to, in the name of going green. Germany, as we know, there's some, you know, some opinion in the beginning and stuff like that. It helps me out a lot if you guys watch on Odyssey. I know it doesn't cross with the restream and, and things like that, but it does help boost the numbers and stuff like that, hoping to get some good viewership over there on Odyssey tonight. Looking hard at the loss of their, the treasure house of European forests is what it's called. So it's in the name of going green. It's a long article, not going to go through the whole thing, but these people are just sick in the head, man. You know, like at the cost of what, dude? Cl climate change is fake. I guess we're not going to be on YouTube. I don't even know if they're even watching anymore, but, you know, whatever. Three monitors for the win. I'm getting two more. I'm about to get two. I'm about to get, I'm about to have five. Remember uh, from Grandma's Boy? JP has like 30. That's what I want. Tal Warwick is his real name. Wow. Did not know that. Yeah, I mean, because I want my chat, the chat up here permanent. And then OBS over here so I can just work on these three. Because I'm constantly going through Windows and stuff like that. Which makes sense because I'm on a PC. <laughs> Windows joke. So, I mean, the, you know, one of the reasons I play the, the Ron Paul thing and one of the reasons I've, you know, I'm pretty well studied on this stuff. You know, this transcends my right wingership. Right wingship? You know, I've, I've been non-intervention and I've been looking into the international thing for a long time. And they love, look, it's this, you know, the neocons, they love the stuff with the women, with the kids, with the minorities. That's why I make fun of the phrase bombing brown kids so much. So it says there's a depth. Now, even if this stuff is all true, we should still not be in there. That's what's so funny about it. I mean, not humorous, but, you know, I've, I've already sold my daughters. Now my kidney. You sold your daughters. There was no other options. I don't know, dude. I want to interview some of these people and just be like, can, can we get... I just, you know, I just don't know. So it's like, especially I've said this about the border before. Are you saying you exhausted every single human option and then sold your daughters? Are you dealing, are we dealing with a lack of imagination here? Because very often people will take the path of re least resistance. And I'm just so done with getting my emotions messed with. You know, like, you know, I got a mom. You know, P Americans have daughters. You know what I mean? There's Americans being there's our people dying right now our daughters our mothers our women it's like those women it's like okay cool but i'm not the one saying women don't matter i'm saying our women matter more to our country or they should at least 
Now my kid, I don't know, dude. It's just, this is fear porn, dude. I mean, and even if it's true, even if 100% of it's true, we shouldn't do it. Yeah, it's heartbreaking and we should be aware of it, but no government solutions uh, for sure. That's so sad, and they still aren't allowing American adoptions of Afghan kids. Yeah, so yeah, so they should shut up about it. I didn't even I didn't even know that, but I don't even think I, I would bet that this this is not even true. Knowing the media, showing an emotional tear tear at your heartstrings story about a family or person is an old J trick. So true. It's it. I'm just done. I don't know if I'm just I'm just callous or whatever. But I don't like you know. When, you know, if I saw a girl being sold in front of me, that would be something, to, you know, I would actually do something about it and I would not be just, you know, wouldn't be a calm situation. But they've been doing this for a hundred years. Nine. Ninecraft. Nine. What about our women? What about America? And it's like we let them in and there's so many stories like this now. I mean, you know, last year I think in, why is this like shaking? Is that me? Huh. Okay. It says Afghan refugee uh, convicted of sexually assaulting a three-year-old girl claims his behavior is permitted in his culture. Many such cases, dude. Look at just look at all the crimes since the Afghanistan thing. We imported so many people. A lot of them are in the DC Richmond area because those are the places we let them in. Not cool. Not cool, man. None. We should have no more no more I just none, dude. We're not even taking care of our own people. You're a psychopath if you if you look after other tribes over your own. Maybe not in all situations, you know, but it's like if your people are your, it's, it's, it's built into the definition of the word, your, your people. Your family's dying and you, you help another one and sacrifice your own? I don't know, man. So... Skip some of these, you know. The, just some laughs. You know, we can't do a we can't do a stream without some laughs, right? The triumph and terror of Wang hunting. <laughs> it's Wang hooning, but <laughs> you know, just a PG thirteen late nineties. Late nineties PG thirteen is the rating of our show. Plus the N word. You know, it's not it's not that. Uh, it's a little more complicated than that. But the triumph and terror of Wang hunting. <laughs> The modern woman, how the modern, um, the modern promiscuous woman sees the world, the triumph and terror of Wang hunting. <laughs> every day there's a new story like this. I'm getting so sick of it. Yeah, every single day we we're on to your shit, and it's a lot of Jewish people. True. Good Wang, good, Galaxy Good Wang Hunting. No, that's it. We're not, even, we're not even reading it. Guinness World Record awarded a Russian for the first truly retractable lightsaber. How I made a real... Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, I'm now no longer a musician on account of deafness. But that's like sparks. I want one that'll behead Obi-Wan. My name is Alex Burkan and my record title is the first retractable lightsaber. 
All my life I was a great Star Wars fan and the lightsaber was the most wanted gadget that I wanted to have ever. Since 2013 main field of my research and work was hydrogen generation equipment, so I decided maybe I could build something with my own hands. My lightsaber is a powerful but compact hydrogen and oxygen It's burner. basically one of those sparklers. Dude. It can form one meter plasma torch with temperature plasma. over 2,800 degrees Celsius. Okay, that's pretty For hot. many years, I have collected ideas and spare parts for my lightsaber and power equipment on the internet markets and the scrapyards. Every single step do you This is super random, but there's these, you know, when I was a kid, I read like all of the, um, or as many as I could of the... Uh, the Star Wars books, I mean, there's like 50 of them or whatever, and there's a series called The Young Jedi, and one of the books is about them building their lightsabers, and they had to find like a secret gem to make the, to, have, to like activate the light, lightsaber, I don't know. You got anyone that read The Young Jedi books when they were kids? During development and building process was a challenge. First, I had to hundreds of experiments and bench tests to get quite stable plasma torch. Finally, the most jewelry job was to squeeze in the whole gas distribution size particles so this lightsaber can also attract. All right, we got to do this debate in 10 minutes. So we're going to, I was planning on moving pretty fast. We might not even get through the, the general news or whatever. Japan Winnie the Pooh security guards. <laughs> So they're protecting Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, I had friends too might be wrong. They were in my books. They were in my books. I'll watch this Irishman shout across the Atlantic at America because he thinks we're racist transphobes. Stop being racist! No. Leave no. them alone, America! Who's bother? What racist is bothering you? you know, like, what is one? Name me one person that's called a racist in the like in the public sphere that's actually bothering someone. That's the, like, say I am a total racist, and this is something I say. You know, I do say it. Um, but who's bothering? Who's not leaving anyone alone? Stop being racist! Leave him alone, America! Leave him alone! Wow. Leave LGBTQ people alone! What if they're Leave white? Leave alone! I, but I, I don't like them regardless of race. LGBTQ people alone! Leave him alone! What a turbo faggot, dude. Jeez, man. Amy Lane, thank you for the host. Appreciate it. Amy's coming on sometime in March, I believe. Booked a couple guests today. That's cool. Monica Perez coming on. A lot of women energy. You know, at least they're cool women. I got two in real life guests coming on next Thursday. PJ and Jay. Sounds like a sandwich. Monica Perez and Amy Lane coming on in March, though. Kyber Crystals. I knew someone would have my back on the Star Wars thing. We'll skip this. We'll, we'll do this at a COVID for a COVID stream. Jeff Bezos is actually uh no 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 I thought they but they they uh they're gonna do it. They're dismantling this Dutch bridge, but they threatened to throw rotten eggs at his yacht.
Spar- uh, aircraft's two, spar- two Sparkies in the house. Aircraft Sparky. What's up? Got a good crowd tonight. I like the nighttime thing. Good vibes. Good vibes. Well, Galaxy, I, I got, would have got the reference. I'm the one who brought it up. You couldn't, you know, so Galaxy, you're so bad of a friend that you thought Kyber Crystals and you didn't say it? Jeez. All right, so I mean, the big, I mean, we might even skip the, the Canada stuff today because that's kind of not really related to inter- intervention other than it'd be nice to see America invade Canada to assist the truckers, but obviously that's not going to happen. We just, we just nationalize Canada. Like, we've decided to nationalize the fast food industry and Canada. Not going to have a lot of argumentation for me. I've never met a gypsy, by the way. I listened to Django Reinhardt. He was a gypsy, but... So, Putin and, you know, the... the we're not in danger of... We're not threatening to invade or whatever. Be kind of be it. Things have chilled out a little, with, a little bit with China. Now, the thing is, is a lot of this is posturing, and it's the threat of. It's kind of like the threat of violence in in you know, like when guys interact, right? Even if you're friends or whatever, if like the kind of implicit threat of violence wasn't there, then you couldn't even be nice to each other, you know? If I'm hanging with might be wrong, or anyone's just like could beat my ass which is like two people in the world uh if i just like you know if there's not like a little bit of a threat if there's not a little bit there's the ultimate threat of violence like if i you know that means you can't even have a relationship you know because that means one party can just do whatever it wants so a lot of this is posturing a lot of this is is chicken and stuff like that but the bottom line is is look where ukraine's at and look where america's at and the the issue is America is not is both everywhere and nowhere at the same place. The only place that America truly exists is it, at, on the global s- stage. And America doesn't really exist at home because we let anyone in. Anyone could be in America and anyone can opine on American business. This is setting up a de facto situation where the nation doesn't even exist. It's crazy. But it's like, you know, and Ukraine's not even in NATO. We're talking, you know, what's it called? They're talking about bringing them into NATO, and that would violate, I think, three treaties, three treaties that I know of. And it's just insane. So the the war drums keep beating. It's these neocons, these people that have just been trained on the last 50 years, which were all a mistake. So why are we even listening to them? And I get someone, it's like, there is going to be a country at the top of the world stage, right? It was America for a time. But just because... Well, think about it. China exists to this day, and they weren't t- on top. There's think often being on top is, is it what is what guarantees the the destruction of your country because they're gunning for you. China, I mean, has gone through a bunch of different dynasties, and Russia obviously has too, a lot of different regimes. But at the end of the day, the Chinese nation and the Russian nation persist. One of those reasons is because they have a racial hierarchy. Sorry to say it, Sivnats, but it's because they have a sense of their people. They survived communism. They decided, you know, the Chinese have been a nation for thousands of years. Yet they survived all the things that were as capitalists, as people that believe in democracy, that believe in the West. You know, they don't, they, they've gone through the opposite of all that shit. Why? Because they have a sense of their people. So, and we don't, and that's why we're dying. It's why they're 
bleeping us. Hence the domestic comment from earlier. This is nothing to do with us challenging them on the world stage. This is something to do with us challenge, challenge. It's like who a race to, it's a race to know who knows themselves the best and a race to who can produce the most real shit, not produce the most fake ass money. It's who can know themselves the best, who can connect with God's law the best. Currently of the three, Russia, of course, is is more about God's law than any of the three. That doesn't make them even better than average. I don't know. I mean, but clearly they're more of a Christian country than either of those other two nations. So this whole thing, what I'm saying is this whole thing is bullshit, you know, and people like we've been talking about Russia's been talking about invading for six months. Dude, we've been talking about going to Russia since Obama's second term, dude. That's one of the reasons I got so interested in this stuff is our, yeah, the Ukraine thing is, it hasn't really calmed down. The Russia-Ukraine thing has not really calmed down to the point of going away since Obama 14. Remember that, uh, that, that plane went down, that plane got shot down. So, I mean, there's been, there's so many false flags in international stuff. It's just, you know, why can't we just, just clean up our own lawn? It's because we are homosexuals. Not even kids, because we are part of the global sodomy regime. And we need to stop that first. Is it too much to just stop all the sodomy? We'll do this for 10 more. I know, we're, I know we said we're going to get to the, uh, the debate at 7.30, but I just want to get through this Russia stuff. And then we'll go to the debate and we'll cool down with the, uh, with the stuff from the Olympics, which is actually pretty funny. Bolsheviks, yeah, Bolsheviks want control of everything. Yeah. Feel badly for Taiwan. Also not our problem. That's one like that's one of the reasons you can Uber straw or steel man their position. It, it first of all, there's a 0% chance that everything that the regime is saying is true. But if it was, we still wouldn't do it. What would be the thing? It would be if Americans are being affected. Enough Americans that it was not their fault that they were there. None of this is true. None of this has been true for 40 years, you know, a very long time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just bullshit. We're on to your shit, globalists, and it's it's these liberals that call themselves conservatives. They are neocons. They are Jews. And we're liars. Yeah, the America is liars. Annex Canada. I mean, at least Canada's closer to home, you know? Would I have Ray Epps on the show? Yeah, of course. Of course. That would be that would be hilarious. So uh, Biden and Putin had their third phone call. Biden works to dissuade Putin from Ukraine invasion in an hour-long phone call with, with the Russian leader. I checked MSN News, which is one of the aggregators of all the mainstream ones, of course, and the war drums were relatively quiet with what I saw, you know, but these uh, the neocon shills on Twitter, the, the it's it's the Atlantic, it's the New York Times, it's the Washington Post, it's the Wall Street Journal, and it's National Review. And these are all liberal organizations. And even if you say, say they're not, I can prove it to you. Heritage Foundation, I believe, is one of them. Or, but they have a, a publication though. It's not just a think tank or whatever. Hour long call, bullshit, dude. Biden can't speak. Like, you know, what was he saying? I want a recording of that. 
So the U.S. still unsure whether Russia will invade Ukraine. It's just, I don't know, man. If you believe in democracy, why can't they vote? I think that might be in the Donbass. First of all, they're not talking. I mean, it is Ukraine, just like if they invaded Florida, it'd be, it'd be America. But, you know, it's also invading Florida. Like, like imagine if, you know, I'm trying to think of, it's probably not a good example, but because the nation's soil is the nation's soil. But I call bullshit on Ukrainians are just opposed to this, man. Biden warns Putin that the U.S. will react uh, decisively and pose swift and severe costs if Russia invades Ukraine. Now, I will say that thing that that Biden said was so dumb. Even and it's not about intervention or no; it's about strength or no. That's where the people that are a little bit closer, a little bit not as uh, far non-interventionist as me, but still aren't pro-intervention aren't neocons they do have good points where you still have to project strength and what you say matters and the thing that biden said about a month ago where he said a made any a major incursion so we can do a minor one i'm like brah it'd be better to just disband nato and just not say anything we say too much speaking of which guy who streams every day Syrians like you like Assad, Ukrainians like Putin. Not, they're ethnic Russians, you know. I mean, and when does ethno start? That's the way that like that's part of the thing about race and uh, and ethnicity that I think needs to be answered. Like, when did they start? Like the foundation, like the foundations of the earth, uh, you know, the Tower of Babel. Like, so Putin, uh, Biden's uh, speak for the third time covered that it's interesting seeing orban say this but i mean i guess this is just true though i don't know if this you know i see orban as more of a nationalist or whatever but hungarian prime minister warns of refugee wave if russian russia invades ukraine that that be manner speaking that be true Big news, always a development on the lead up to stuff, but U.S. orders evacuation of most NBC staff in Ukraine as fears of a Russian invasion grow. Blah, blah, blah. How big is Ukraine's military compared to Russia? It's hilarious. How long could they hold it? If, yo, dude, if Russia wanted to, they could annex all of the Baltic states, man. But I don't think uh, Ukraine's part of that. Baltic is more north. If they wanted to, they could do whatever they want. Не хочу еще раз все-таки подчеркнуть это. Я говорил, но мне очень бы хотелось, чтобы вы меня услышали все-таки в конце концов. И донесли это до своих читателей, зрителей и пользователей в интернете. Но вы понимаете или нет, что если Украина будет в НАТО и военным путем будет возвращать себе Крым, европейские страны автоматически будут втянуты в военный конфликт. NATO and Russia potentials are inc incompatible. 
We understand it. We also understand if, that Russia is one of the leading nuclear states, and by some modern components, it even outperforms many. There will be no winners. You will be pulled into this conflict against your will. You won't even have, have time to blink your eye when you execute Article 5, Article 5, collective defense of NATO members. Good rhetoric. Macron doesn't want this, and I don't want it, which is why he is here torturing me for six straight hours. Hilarious, dude. The United Nations was also a mistake, man. These permanent, these this is how World War One happened. All these permanent, non you know, binding agreements and stuff like that. That yeah, the U.S. I mean, the glo the, the global homo regime is trying to yeah. It's any country that wants to uh, any country that wants to disband from the from the old way or get around the currency, especially the currency. That's Libya, that was North Korea, that was Venezuela, or no, not, it was, I mean, uh, BRICS. So that's Brazil. You know, anytime we try to get away from this fiat, it, this uh, IMF World Bank system, mostly Jewish. NATO is an organization in search of an enemy. Yeah, yeah, to justify its own existence, yeah. Aircraft says only a small portion of Ukrainians think they're uh, ethnically Russian. So, I mean, no disrespect, but why does what they think matter as far as whether they're ethnically Russian? And also, like, those polls, I mean, I've never, you know, where they ask a thousand people in their poll. I don't believe any of these polls. So, I don't know. You may be right, but I'm saying just what what poll. I mean, it, and, and if you show me the poll, it's going to be probably if it's like every other poll less than 2,000 people asked which is just not that's just mainstream tricks I'm not saying you're doing that I'm saying look at what polls are I mean we've been widely covering for a while but especially it's like you know you know one you know a hundred percent of, of Stevens Stephen ignoramuses right now don't think I'm you know ethnically white does that make me not ethnically white or whatever you know you get the you get the example. Yeah, anyone attempting to go off the petrodollar is considered a threat by U.S. True. No need to exist. True. True buildup. I don't know, dude. If we just didn't talk to anybody for 20 years, I'd be happy. No one in. No one in, and you, you can't speak to anybody. Trade is fine. Voluntary trade is fine. Ukrainian forces conduct, conduct riot drills near Russia-occupied Crimea. Crimea is part of Russia, dude. And finally, Russian warship chases off U.S. submarine. Where? Yeah, where? The Kuril Islands? What are we doing, dude? I don't even know what that is, but it doesn't sound any. It doesn't sound near Mexico or anything. Watch it be. Watch it, dude. It's in Russia, man. Bro. Should I ask for directions there? Bro, look at where this is, man. How retarded is this, man? We've subs everywhere. This global shit, this global American shit deserves to fall, man. Okay. Cool, so I uh, I lied. 
we're gonna go to the Olympic stuff now. It should only take about three minutes. So, uh, and then we'll do the, because I just want to talk about China, get through these tabs, and we'll do the, sorry, I keep pushing back the debate, but, you know, plan, I was planning for a long stream tonight. Here's uh, uh, Chairman Pelosi. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. Oh, she looks different. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. Such a bold thing to say. That's a person that's scared or owned or something like that. The left wins gold in the Chinese propaganda games, bro. These people are pathetic, man. I'm talking about like not the B, it's just these people like, the left. Even though, yeah, I mean, it, it's just not, it's, it, I don't know. Maybe I'm just so tired of cliches. The left wins gold. Like, dude, okay. They're anti-American. I might stop, you know, leftism is a thing, obviously. But they're just anti-American Satanists. So I, I've kind of chilled out. I'd rather say the liberals. The left, the far left are more honest than liberals. Looking much healthier, true. True. Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, this is interesting right here. I forgot about this. Yeah, okay. I'll show you. This will be the last uh, thing. Brah. Okay. So look at this. Look at that raw-ass chicken. This is the um, the, Olymp <laughs> the Olympic food. Holy crap, dude. I would just roll over there with like, I don't know. Can you bring food? Look at this. Look at that raw-ass chicken, dude. Oh, that is so nasty, dude. Oh, man. Russian athlete Valeria Vanasova posted this on Instagram. Says the same meal has been served at the Winter Olympics in uh, Beijing for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for five days. I don't understand this left-right paradigm. It's because left-right is not the same as Republican-Democrat. It's not the same thing at all. Left-right is not predominantly a political thing. It's a cultural thing and a people group thing. That's why. A Cornish hen? Yeah, get takeout Chinese. Like, can we bring food if it's Chinese food from America? Oh, no, not the round-eye food at all. At the bottom, that's like pork or something like that. They call it food. Word. <laughs> I have no more tears. Yeah, right. You're a woman. <laughs> There's always more. Hey, everybody. Um, some of you have read the good news that I was uh, sent out of the isolation facility. We thought this meant I was allowed to return to the Olympic Village and will be treated maximum as a close contact. Um, on the way to the village, uh, we did not turn to the village, but the ambulance went to another facility. 
no more tears. Where I am now. I am supposed by NOC got surprised by this decision as well. I am supposed to stay here for um, another seven days with two PCRs a day and no contact with anybody else. I am allowed to slide alone. I am Is there plucks my eyebrows? Um, we are not even sure I will ever be allowed to return to the village. The Olympics are such a joke, man. And obviously this is very hard for me. So I ask you all to give me some time to consider my next steps because I'm not sure I can handle 14 more days and the Olympic competition about being in this isolation. Dude, people's upbringing, I mean, my, it, 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 uh, I mean, it affects us all. We just have to get away. We have to stop caring about these old institutions. Think times have changed, man. I know you worked your whole life for this and, and stuff like that, but I did too for a lot of stuff. And I just, to me, the close, the sooner you can get disillusioned and on to the next era, the better. I don't know who this is or her background or whatever. Yeah, when you, yeah, you shave the eyebrows so there's less drag on the slope, yeah. You guys see this one? She's in quarantine. Yeah, they're like total not, yeah, they're total not, not Nazi. I mean, I don't know. They're just Chinese, dude. You guys see this? This was the, this is the tell it, the, um, the, the iconic photo. So it's, it's a big, big jump with smokestacks behind it. And then that's the zoomed out picture. You can barely even see it, but real, dude, real. Free ski, big air. It's real. Since I shaved my beard, it's so much. You're, you're, you sing faster. China styles itself as a champion of the developing world. NBC uses opening Olympic ceremony. To, uh, yeah, this this whole fight and the center is dumb. Chinese security removes Dutch reporter from the Olympics live on air. He's a Uyghur. Wow. Physical removal. This ice <laughs> I love this so much. This ice skater from California renounced her U.S. citizenship to compete for China and then fell a bunch and placed dead last. I love it. I love it. Dude, you don't get it back, by the way. You renounced your citizenship. Beijing Olympics uh, suffered from a cataclysmic loss of audience on NBC. 
as a record low number of people have tuned in. Yeah, it's done, dude. The old the old world's done. All right. Okay, so it's a two hour and uh and four uh, two hour and fourteen minute stream. I think they take questions or something like that. So I, I believe we're gonna watch the whole thing. I might go grab my my. I made some rice by, right before, and uh, and I timed it wrong. I was like, dang, I had like twenty five minutes on the twenty five minutes on the clock, and I'm like, dang, it's it's six thirty. So I, I I took like four or five spoonfuls beforehand. But I'm really hungry. So you might see the first time I've ever eaten on stream, which is kind of nice. I like rice, dude. It's all spicy. It's so good, dude. You know, intermittent fasting, by the way, it's just you enjoy your food so much more. I'm like, oh, I'm like smelling it as it's, as, it's, as it's cooking. I'm like fresh from the gym. Didn't eat till 6.30. And I was like, hmm. Oh, sorry. I forgot to do one more thing with this. My, my, not my friend. I haven't talked to this guy in 15 years or whatever, but, or like maybe 13. Yeah, I'm 34. So about, about 15 years. A guy I grew up with is the backup hockey player. Is that the, sorry, the backup goalie for my, my boy. I talked to on the phone yesterday. He's like, yo, you hear about Pat? He's been playing professionally for a while. But uh, yeah, Pat Nagel, bro, shout big shout out, man, Pat Nagel in the Olympics, man. Backup goalie, I think he played last night. Um, but yeah, dude, big shout out when I heard this, I was like, China. So my my boy was uh, who might be on stream when if he comes visit me. Um, we'll talk about this and stuff. But I talked to him on the uh, um, my buddy Brandon on the phone yesterday. He's like, you heard about Pat? Went to high school with this guy. I've known this guy since I was 10 years old. Partied with him a ton. He was always, dis- like, disgusting at, uh, at goalie. Play- yeah, played professionally. I think he played for the Blues for a bit. But, uh, yeah, I was like, really? Backup? I mean, backup goalie, probably not going to get You might get in, though. And I was like, wow, man. Whoa. He no, he never played for the Red Wings. He might have played for the semi, like the Triple um, A Red Wings or something like that. But I think after high school, he got shipped out to uh, to St. Louis or something like that. I mean, again, I haven't talked to him since I was twenty years old. But dude, big, I've seen him play before. I mean, I used to go to see his. I used to get drunk and go see his games. We would go with the whole crew of people to to the to the skating rink and and see him play. You know, and he would just crush it. He would just like never, no one would ever score on him. I would just get trashed. I was 16, 17 years old and go uh, go watch this guy play. But I was like, big shout-out, bro. Big shout-out. Very, very cool. You can always tell early on when someone's built different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is, that is very, very true. Yeah, this guy was always disgusting at hockey. He was always just like – he's been pro since he was 17. All right, so let's get into it. Right. Oh, I didn't know. I forgot about the. I didn't hear. I didn't read the word Griffin, or it doesn't re, didn't register. He did play for the Grand Rapids Griffins. Some more 
more substantial questions written by my okay. sounds good and all that. Uh, I, you know, you've seen a lot of these, bro. I hope you have at least. So when did this come out? I mean, we're going to be stopping this thing a lot, but I'm looking forward to it. So November 4th, okay, this was, dude, the last six months have seen like 10 years. Uh, I don't do a lot of talking during them. I do have, you know, like five questions here. Some more substantial questions written by my China expert, Nady Bakes, uh, and I will intersperse those uh, throughout. Bakes, but for huh? the most part, it's going to be participant-driven because uh, that's how I like to do these, and I People don't come to see me talk during these. They want to see these two talk. So, without further ado, I'll go ahead and let you start off, Nick Fuentes. We're here talking about China, uh, basically China. how you know distance in the U.S. should view China, approach China, and it could go a bunch of different places. Uh, but I'll let you start off proceedings here. Okay, well, give me one second. Let me just get rid of Telegram. I keep getting these. <laughs> That's cool. You never get these notifications on Telegram every 10 seconds. Yeah, so I just got to get rid of that. Okay, well... Um, well, first of all, I want to say thank you, of course, Ethan Ralph, for hosting this. Thanks, Sticks, for being here. Me and Sticks were just chatting. It's been, I think, like three years since we've had a conversation at all, since we've even talked, uh, since we had our last debate. So it's good to speak with you again. Always a pleasure. Um, and I guess we'll just dive in because uh, I've been eager. I've been eager for this debate. This is a very important conversation, very important topic. And I've talked about this a lot on my show. I know Sticks has talked about this a lot on BitChute. I've, I've watched a lot of your videos to prepare for this. Um, and so, you know, for my opening statement, I, I guess about China, I, I would say this, um, you know, I think it goes without saying that China is the number one geopolitical rival and foe of the United States of America. And it will be for the 21st century. That much is not disputed. Um, it's really more about how China concerns us as American dissidents in the United States, which is the question at hand. And so, like I said, I've covered this. Yeah, I mean, okay, so one quick, I mean, it's kind of like a spoiler or whatever. Put a one in the chat if you've seen this already. Uh, but they, one of the annoying things about this debate, and it's one of the things that's the problem with there's not really a resolution. I mean, there's pros and cons to not having a, revolu a resolution. The kill stream never has a resolution. It's just a topic. And I've seen four-hour debates with Ethan Ralph where he talks twice. But you'll notice in this debate that really Sticks and Fuentes are arguing from a different, not even a different premise. I mean, anytime that you're, you're often when you're debating someone, it really is a premise and a presupposition thing and a, a, a definitional dispute and people keep talking past each other. In this one, it's even worse where they're actually arguing from two different hypothetical viewpoints where they haven't agreed to have, like Fuentes has already into, introduced it where he's arguing from a right-wing dissident or from American dissident perspective and what Sticks is about to do is argue from like a global from you know a more mainstream hegemonic perspective but look who the hegemon is look who who, who Sticks wants the hegemon to be it's global sodomy on my show at length and specifically covered a lot of the uh, anti-China hysteria, anti-China fear-mongering, and general anti-China posture of the American regime, you know, in, in the, uh, and has, as it pertains to China's rise economically and militarily, specifically in just the last five years, I guess you could say with the election of Donald Trump, this has become in vogue. This is really the new consensus. Um, you know, for a long time, conservatives pointed out rightly, I think, that uh, our government and the American regime was naive to the threat of China or ignore the threat of China. And, uh, you know, even neocons, even never Trump conservatives, liberals will acknowledge that it was Donald Trump that came in 
and 16 and change the consensus. It was really just him acknowledging that China was uh, what a faggot, dude. You know, they were taking advantage of us economically and so on that, you know, dude, this this cat boy shit is so old and gay. Suddenly the American regime started to go all in on the anti-China stuff. So I'll say that my position on China is that insofar as the American regime is the enemy of the American people and American dissidents, a rising China, which is growing more powerful relative to the American regime and in absolute terms as well, that is a good thing for us. Yes, and I want to- this is the enemy of our enemy argument. Yeah, the more that the global ho- global homo regime is weakened, the more that the American, the true patriot, the American dissident will be strengthened. Be careful when I say us, and strictly define my terms here. When I say us, I mean American dissidents. I mean- Dude, it says- Dude, the chat there. I mean, he turns off the talk to te- or the text to talk for the stream, and it says, uh, "I'm not gay. I'm just a libertarian." Hilarious. Specifically, middle American radicals. You could say American whites, American conservatives. A rise in China is good for us, the real historic American nation, the American people, and the political faction that that represents them. A lot of people will conflate who the us, who the we is. You know, they say that. Um, the essence of politics is the us versus them distinction. Yep. And too often people conflate who we really are. You know, they'll say things like such a good point. I mean, to me, I, I you know, I have the same position as Fuentes. I mean, I, I think that on um, the thing I'm about to say that on what it, all it takes is to recognize that this distinction is that it, we are not the American regime. But I draw the line as well as he does on, you know, in common language, we, you know, we, you know, it's it. Language police like never call them us. It's like, dude, but like I'm trying to talk fast here, so we need to fight China. We need to stand up to China. China is going to come in a debate, and when you, when you're really dissecting and making things distinct, then it is important to to draw these lines. But a lot of people are just don't say we, don't say we. It's like, okay, dude, you know, I guess I can't speak French after now. us. And we have to be careful about who the who we're defining as us and them. China is rising against not the American people, but against the American regime. China is a threat to the American regime. It's the American regime that is standing up to China. It's the American regime that is antagonistic towards China, uh, not us. And it's important to make that distinction because the American regime sees an enemy in China, just like the American regime sees an enemy in the American people. And you look at our top military brass, Department of Defense, Pentagon, and, uh, you know, these people talk about the Americans that were at the Capitol on January 6th and Trump voters and white identitarians and say that they're terrorists. And then they go and they say that China's running concentration camps and, uh, you know, they're acting like Hitler in, in East Asia. And I think that, you know, of course, the overlap there is that, well, both America and China have an enemy in the American regime. So, you know, insofar as the American regime is the number one greatest threat to American dissidents, uh, and insofar as China is a threat to the power and the global hegemony of the American regime, a rising China is good for us, the American dissidents. And, um, you know, that's a that's a summary of my views. I'm sure we're going to flesh out all the specifics, but um, I think that's a, a good place to leave it off for my opening statement. Thank you, Mr. Fuentes. Go ahead, Sticks. It's your turn. All right. I would say first and foremost, uh, you've got to understand that a lot of the problems that are perceived. Now, one, one thing that's, in, that's interesting that I've all that Nick always does, and I've never seen his. The only person I've seen have like open with like Dave Smith versus versus Nick 
opened with, you know, you see how Nick opened. He's like, hello, good to see you again, Sticks. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a cordial conversation. Dave Smith did return that piece, but like the Robert Barnes, the Sticks, and, and uh, uh, one other, they just launch into it and they, and they don't, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with how they feel about Nick or whatever, but there's a certain amount of hello. It's good to be here. Thank you, Ethan Ralph, for having me on. And I just find Nick to be very professional. And this motherfucker is in cat ears and like a, a gimp suit. I have to do push-ups. Received of in the Western world. And I think on that, we don't even necessarily disagree, uh, are either China-like or China-sponsored. Uh, the idea that China is some sort of a help or, or an ally to U.S. dissidents makes absolutely no sense. The sort of excesses and problems that we see in the United States, and there are many, uh, I don't deny that, um, towards people who are outside of the mainstream, regardless of their particular viewpoints, are even worse in China or, again, are sponsored in part in the West by China. We see U.S. corporations that have outsourced to China. Uh, trying to lean on athletes, trying to lean on workers and so forth. Uh, we see certainly. So he's making an argument right now that oppression is Chinese, that immorality is Chinese. A, um, critical. It's like America, what America's doing right now is they copied it from the Chinese. This is retarded. Race theory, which is probably the biggest thing that people are talking about, at least at the moment, uh, because of the Virginia election, uh, is sponsored in part by China. Uh, there is Chinese propaganda that is literally pushing it in the Western world. Uh, we see a situation where all of the, the, the problems and excesses that you and I both understand, censorship, etc. Listen to this statement. The problems that you and I understand, censorship, etc. Listen to what he says. Are either worse in China or are pushed in part by them. Chinese ties to U.S. But we're not them. Businesses is the problem. When we look at the, the masturbation, uh, I've termed it, in the Western world, we have a real good doppelganger of that if we look even back two or three decades. Is he talking about metaphorical masturbation or actual masturbation? In China. Now, that was about air pollution, not about anything stylistic. It wasn't a magical panacea for COVID, which, again, was created in part by China. Um, but that it exists. Mean, what, what was China, that comment he just made? Uh, literally about five days ago, band Let's Go Brandon. You know that rap song that was created that was uh, trending on Apple? Bryson Gray. They banned that from TikTok for disinformation. Now, how is China based? How is it better than the West? What I would say is this. The same problems, the same fundamental central problems exist both in China and in the West. That's, that's fairly clear. The difference is in the West, if you anger the government or you criticize the government, you don't get taken to a re-education camp. The economy, while it has many, many problems, is not set up to fail like China, which has $5 trillion just in, in private development debt at the moment waiting to blow up in its face. China is a paper dragon. They both, we both do the same thing, by the way, in that, in that way. We, we have currency that's based off of nothing, and we just hit three, $30 trillion in debt. I've said this for years. We saw their, shock, their uh, stock market shocks years ago. <clears throat> they managed to recover from that in part, uh, but then they had to do a lot of debt spending. They're in the same boat as the Western world. The other part that I would say, at least economically, is that China is reliant upon its ability to export to the Western world just the other day so on Xinhua News. So we should stop taking their goods. Again, a domestic issue. Which I don't know if you follow, but I assume that you do. Um, they were praising the WTO. 
They were praising the World Trade Organization. Which is not a Western, you know what I mean? Which is not a Western sh- thing at all. That, this is, that is one of the global homo organizations. And saying, well, multilateralism is a good thing. We support, essentially, we support globalism. Now, you're America first. You're Nick Fuentes. But you're arguing in favor of China, or at least Chinese-style so policy. So he's just not even responding Chinese-style politics. What does that even mean? And he's not even responding to see this is the part where I mean we're almost 20 minutes in where he's just not like you know Fuentes is making the point that the 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 we that he's talking about is not the we that Sticks is talking about I don't see that as very America first I see this as America last I see a situation where in the west no, it's it's sodomy first world we're capable of speaking out we're capable of agency. We're capable of actually changing things. The problem is that under a Chinese model, you're not capable of changing things. If the government of the United States says there's going to be a vaccine mandate, businesses sue, states sue. We've got a 10th Amendment. Like It's like it, imagine thinking ch- tyranny is Chinese. Individuals sue, and then things play out in the court. There is the possibility of blocking that authoritarianism. In China, if you disagree with state policy, you end up like Alibaba's founder and you end up in a re-education camp for a month. There's the difference. They don't have that hope. They don't have the possibility of that kind of agency. It's been stripped from them. It's an already a, a tyrannical system. They're trying to export that tyrannical system to the West. And it's not uh, uh, China versus the Western world, these Chinese People here, the Chicoms, the literal communists, are standing against imperialism. No, they stand for imperialism. They just want it to benefit China more, which is why they have a base in Nicaragua, along with their failed canal. It's why they're in Djibouti. It's why there's the String of Pearls. It's just as imperialistic and globalistic. The difference is that they don't have the projective force and keep making mistakes because central planning doesn't work as well. Yeah. That's uh, it. Okay, so are we just... That's it, dude. I mean, that that is... If you just go off of that... Open. It's just that's such a normie. It's like you know this guy is mainstream. That's one of the reasons that if you take away very you know the very important aspects of being an occultist, you know being a libertarian, uh, a bunch of being just the way he is. This guy is a is a main sticks is a mainstream normie. That was that shit could have been in National Review right there. Just gonna do even yeah, just back go, and forth. Yeah, just okay. go back and forth, and then I'll bring my question in after you guys talk for a little bit. Okay, um, I like that term, Chicom. I'm I'm a Chicom, and I would say. Oh you no, know, you're, I don't say that you are. I'm I saying am, that you are siding with their ideology. Yes, and I would say more specifically, it's not just China first; it's the People's Republic of China first. Just so there's no ambiguity, <laughs> just so there's no confusion. Uh, you know, this Taiwanese Very dogs, good point. You know, Take away the cat ears and he could be on CNN. You no, know, Western puppets. No, I'm People's Republic, Communist Party of China first. No, I, I, I'm being a little bit hyperbolic <laughs> and silly there. But um, you, you covered a lot there. I'll say in the first place, um, it is important to compare the systems of America and China. But honestly, that's really less relevant. I would honestly, I might agree with you that the Chinese system is well, I don't, I don't think there's any question. The Chinese system is more totalitarian. Absolutely. Um, well, there we go. As, sure. As far yeah. as censorship goes, as far but as... But they're not us. As, um, you know, the treatment of dissidents in China. I think we're in agreement on that. I well, would, isn't this this is, is Coomer brain libertarian logic that it's like this is... It's almost irrelevant how the, they tra- treat their people when we are us is... What does this even matter? 
It's the same thing with, with how domestic libertarians make their arguments as if you ban this one thing that they just are going to. I mean, they can, but this doesn't mean that China can't throw us in camps. It's that we are not them. We are not over there. It's that simple. Debate about, about dissidents in the first place. And this is the problem when there's, there's no resolution. Yes. Well, so yeah, would, me, how would a system that's that. more totalitarian benefit Let me get to that, okay? Let me get to that. So I agree with you that it's slightly more authoritarian. Um, I think, though, that if you're trying to say that the United States is better, you know, I mean, I think it's six of one, half and a dozen, half a dozen of the other. Is it marginally better? Maybe. I mean, you say, well, if you have the wrong opinion, you won't be dragged to a re-education camp. Well, I wouldn't be so sure that that's going to be. And we have different tactics over here. They don't need to drag us to a re-education camp. They get it done through the digital and the, the, the private digital sector and the all the thing, banning, all the stuff that you guys know. The case within five years. Um, and I would also say that there's a lot, there's a lot of other things going on too. You know, I'm on a no-fly list. The Fed sees half a million dollars from me. There's really nothing I could do about it. I'm debanked. You know, I've had my Same. checking accounts, business and personal banned by banks. I'm banned from every payment processor. Banks ban me from processing payments through payment processors. I'm banned from all the social media platforms. I'm sure, I mean, you're, you're very familiar with the online censorship. So, you know, I will say that um, on a technical level, is China more authoritarian? I don't think there's an argument there. Yes, I think they are. I don't know if that'll be true for very long. I'll also say that I, I don't know that the differences are really that important. I think it's almost naive to make the case that China is much better. I would also say that their authoritarianism is qualitatively different because, you know, they're authoritarian and they're probably more uh, coercive. But toward what end? You know, in America, the coercion is directed at this very toxic uh, progressive liberal ideology. So, you know, when you're being put on the no-fly list or, you know, you're being deplatformed or debanked or whatever, it's because you love America too much. For you know, in short, it's because you talk about Jewish power. It's because you talk about white identity. It's because you are proud of being white. It's because you're proud of your country. You're proud of your ancestors. And maybe you're too um, chauvinistic about it, or maybe you're too you're too prideful about your identity. People are not being dragged to concentration camps in China because they're too proud of their identity. And so that's a very important qualitative difference between the systems. You might say that, yes, the Chinese system is more severe, and that's because it's the East. You know, China is a much more hierarchical society. It's one that um, it definitely rewards deference as opposed to individualism, collectivism as opposed to, uh, you know, individual expression. And we should adopt that aspect of it, by the way. But, you know, when it comes to these two different systems, the important difference is, well, what are the principles underlying the authority? In China, they're upholding Confucian principles, traditional Chinese principles. They're nationalistic to the point of, like, Han, ethnic Chinese supremacy. In America, you're being punished, albeit not to the same extent, but you are being punished severely because you don't hate yourself. You don't hate your identity. You don't hate your country. I, I don't hate myself. And other than algorithmic demotion on YouTube, I'm doing just fine. Well, so, I'm not. I'm not. And there's there's other people. Well, there, and now this is going to come up in a second. But that's because libertarians and especially ones like sticks pose zero threat at all to the regime. Zero. They got this leather wearing cat boy exactly where they want him. They want him just p p pumping degeneracy, individualism and occultism. The reason is because sticks poses sticks and people like him pose zero threat 
Not even zero. They, they are doing the bidding of the homo regime. That is why. And that's then you're a rugged individualist. Hey, but like, in China, in China, they wouldn't have frozen your bank account. Oh, no, they would have confiscated it. You've got to make my point, okay? Let, let him get in and let, finish your point and then let him get in. Thanks, Nick. Go ahead. Sure. So, uh, well, I guess we could take these because you covered a lot of ground there. But I'll just say in the first. So, yeah, I mean, to summarize, I don't actually think because we'll get into how this pertains to dissidents in China and America. I don't think it's super relevant to compare the systems. I will say, though, you know, China's social credit system, while more severe, definitely rewards, or I should say punishes things um, according to a different principle than America. And I would say that those principles are superior. I would say that the principles underlying our system are inferior. And I would say that hmm. if you think the American system is, is uh, much better than China, I think that's naive, especially when you look at not yourself, but I mean, the real edge cases like myself or Andrew Anglin or Alex Jones or Laura Loomer and, you know, not just the retaliation. That yeah, they you get could list like you could list like a hundred famous, like hundred commentators that are posing a bigger threat than states. From the state, but the retaliation they get from private companies, from NGOs, from, uh, you know, the so-called woke mob, the, the whole society kind of plays a role in that. So. But none of, but none of you people have stopped talking. You're just not on the same platforms. You're helping oh, to innovate. See, see, here's the thing. Humor logic, dude. If you get suppressed in the United States, it can be shitty. Uh, it's, it's shitty for me when I get algorithmically demoted. It's shitty for you when you get censored. But dude, you're capable. Of they're trying to ruin Fuentes' professional. And, you know, if you, it's, that's one of the big things about going after someone's livelihood. That's why it's called livelihood. They're, they would have Nick in a box. They would have him in the grave if they could. Going to a different platform, making your case, putting your material out there. They're if it was, if it, if it benefited them, you know, if it, if they had no consequence, consequences to it, to it, they would do it to all of their enemies, myself included. There's a chance that you are heard. You're heard by probably tens of thousands of people at least every single day. I think Fuentes would have at least half a million subscribers if he was if there was no censorship at all i mean maybe more i mean he, what he get banned he got banned i think with 250k and that was two and a half years ago just on your own john doyle has 350k website if you are in china and you are a dissident because this is a debate i guess about the role of of dissidents and the various kinds of nationalism american dissidents you don't get to go to a different site because there is no other site the government looks over everything. I found it very funny <laughs> you mentioning Jews. Uh, when you talked to Robert Barnes, actually, in your interview, didn't you say something akin to Israel spying on the U.S. and then selling secrets literally to China? Yes. Did you point that out explicitly? So, uh, so, so yeah. and then, and then you're, you're talking about Laura Loomer, who happens to be Jewish. I, I don't think, uh, in the broad ideological sense, necessarily is a fan of yours, at least on that particular token. Um, what are you talking about? And by the way, if China um, continued to grow, and I don't believe that they will because they've got various economic issues, we can get into them potentially separately. If China continues to grow, it's shown imperialistic tendencies in the Spratleys, in Djibouti with its base there, Nicaragua Canal slash base, et cetera. Um, they would eventually be sucking the cock of Israel just as hard because there's money to be made in it. Don't believe for a second that the Chicoms want anything other than money. They're communist in name. The, the free market facade that they have is set up to entrap Western yeah. businesses. That's why wouldn't people? That, that's why I just say commie as an insult, you know, because it's like what uh, what place has, has ever been fully communist? They love Western money. They have no problem with it. They just want to subjugate it on the moral le level. That's all they want. 
China ultimately is not a friend to any dissident movement in the Western world. Again, we can look- they're, a fr- they're a friend. They're not a friend to it. They're the enemy of the homo regime, which benefits the American dissident. It's so simple. Look at TikTok, a Chinese app. Now, it's cast off as a spyware app. Let's let that go. It doesn't even matter. They're bending Let's Go Brandon. So uh, keep this in mind, okay. everyone. Let's Go Brandon is allowed on Apple. It gets kicked off YouTube for medical disinfo. It's such I, a shit example. Elsewise, even the big tech sites don't care. Like, I mean, okay, I mean, the other day when we were t- talking about doing this, it's like people brought up my biases and stuff. You know, I it, if Nick were saying the things that Sticks was saying, I'd be going after him. You know, it's, it's nothing to do with – it's just, just dumb, dude. It's just – Coomer logic versus sound thinking. It's become a chant at sports stadiums that in China, if you do that sort of thing, you get put in the gulag. Meanwhile, TikTok bans it. No, no, you're not allowed to say that. Why do you think that is? Dude, if you I, think a, I think a lot of this gulag Uyghur shit is, is false, dude. Support Chinese nationalism. You should just become a Biden supporter. Look, at, consider the source of the people. Uh, who is telling you what's going on? Like Richard Spencer, because Beijing Biden will definitely bring oh, you closer boy. to it with more and more centrality. Dude, so true. Just MSNBC talking points. You know, it. You know, like this is a this is what happens when you get soft. By the way, this is a person that um, this is a person that has not been banned. That he just he it's just these. 25 to 10 minute videos of him sitting in his stupid room, you know, giving his takes and not being banned is because you are not a threat. And masks on everyone and more and more misery for everyone. Okay, so, you know, it's funny you say, well, in yeah, China, six, they six is pathetic. spy on everybody. It's like in America, they spy on everybody. In America, we have the no, NSA. No, 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 that's not what I was saying. I'm what not even say? focusing on the TikTok spyware application. No, you said earlier, you said in China, you said in America, I still have a platform in China. There's no other site and they spy on everybody. In America, they spy on everybody. No, I said, no, I, I explicitly said there's just no other platform. I didn't okay, mention well, spying. Okay, oh, you're well, spied on you in the say, United you States. That. You no, 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 you're, you're spied on in the United States. Yeah. I'm, I'm not denying that. You're spied the diffi- on. The difference, the difference is. What does, but, but that has nothing to do with deplatforming, and it certainly has nothing has to, to do, do with, with whether China's good for dissidents. It has to do with political control and dissent. Absolutely, it does. I mean, in the United can, States, you got your bank accounts. In the United States, you got your bank accounts frozen. Uh-huh. In China, you would have gotten them confiscated and ended up in a goddamn gulag. You, know, you yeah. wouldn't be talking to me yeah. right now. We you wouldn't be d- talking here on the kill stream. Yeah, I know that. And we agreed that China is marginally worse. But like I said, you're naive. It's not. Think, no, it's you're naive that you think we're not headed in the same direction. And if you think That's that things are point. so much better. Okay, can no, I? No, 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 Hold on, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Wait, 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 gentlemen, gentlemen. I like you just made my point. Sticks, sticks. Hold on, man. Hold on. I like to let it go. But everyone's while gets so heated that we can't, you know, get people's ideas out there. Go ahead let Nick get his thought out okay. and then you can respond. Good. So, you know, in the first place, of course, America spies and the relevance for that is that that is political control, you know, when they can spy on your checking accounts, when they can see, you know, Apple talks about they're going to use AI to scan everybody's iCloud and everything. Th- this is very relevant, you know, yeah, DA- the, the premise of yeah. the gonna- they, that's what I was saying earlier about. They're just kind of talking from different perspectives. I mean, everyone's talking from different perspectives and things like that, but it, it's like, they're, it, it, they're just not, you know, Sticks is speaking for the mainstream and he doesn't know it. Nick is speaking for dissident Americans and he does know. are going to hire private contractors to circumvent the laws to embed themselves in private group chats and then go after those people with the, with the federal law enforcement, with FBI, based on private contractors turning over information from 
private group chats that they have to see eyes in to the feds. Of course, that's an extension of political control against the dissidents. And, you know, when you say, well, you still have a platform, this reminds me of back when I had Twitter. Leftists would always say, censorship isn't real. You're still on Twitter. It's like, yeah, and I won't be for long, and I'm banned on everything else. And I would say the same thing. I mean, you tell me, well, you have another site. Yeah, well, probably not for long. Because, you know, again, if you look at the edge cases, like Daily Stormer and 8chan, those are sites that are banned from Cloudflare. Those are sites that are banned from nearly every domain registrar. They're banned from every payment processor. They were talking about earlier this year, there's this consortium of 14 of the world's largest telecoms companies came together after the Christchurch shooting uh, a few years ago. And they came out with a letter earlier this year saying that they were particularly concerned after the Capitol, after 1-6 saying they were particularly concerned with how white nationalists and other dissident actors in America are gathering not on the platforms, but on websites at all, on the internet. And so I think ultimately where they're going to go is down the same path as China. I mean, the writing is on the wall. They ban everybody from YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I'm banned from all of it. I'm banned from almost every platform. You don't think the day is going to come when they take Telegram off the App Store? You don't think the day is going to come when they ban dissidents from even having websites? I mean, who knows? if that's going to happen or how long it's going to take. But certainly that's a trajectory. I don't think anybody should be saying, hey, America's so great because, you know, if you get banned from literally everything, you can build a custom site on a hidden server and, you know, struggle to like go from payment processor to payment processor, et cetera. Like, you know, just to give you an example, we're trying to do these anti-vaccine rallies in America, which you said we have such a big free speech right to speak out about. We've tried to get permits for rallies in public places, like at the Illinois State Capitol. And yeah, so it's like they're comparing different and things. And in New York City, we're trying to get permits. This happened ever since 1-6. Now, whenever you try to get a permit to go to, like, a governor's mansion or a state capitol, they ask you for insurance. You have to have insurance to do a rally. Then you go to literally every insurance company, and they don't cover you. We're trying to get a general liability policy for my nonprofit, and we can't find one company. We even have an insurance agent who's a friend of ours who says, we support what you do. We can't find one private insurance company that will give us a general liability policy. And, and that's not even to speak of insurance companies that will cover specifically rallies. They don't cover political rallies anymore. And it's like, these are the forms of censorship. Yeah, they're not dragging people to concentration camps. I think we established that from the beginning. It's not as bad. But don't kid yourself. You're naive if you think America is this free and open society. Certainly yeah. it isn't. And, and it's trending, of course, in the wrong direction. But by the way, really, you, all of this is notwithstanding the central point, which is this. And, and this is maybe to get to the relevance of the debate. And by the way, you made this drive-by remark about Laura Loomer got censored, therefore Jewish power isn't real. What, is that a joke? That's I mean, not yeah, what okay. I said. Well, I think that was you, somewhat You brought up Loomer. I didn't bring her In up. Any you case, brought her see, up. This is how Coomer's. Immediately after talking about Israel and Jews. You made some drive-by shout about, oh, you talk about Jewish power, but Laura Loomer is banned. And Israel I never said that. back to China. It's like. Yeah, then oh, they make it about a thing that they, they, it's. They make it about a thing that it's not. Like, you know what he's saying. Okay, you well, said that when you, in your debate with Barnes. Now, can I please respond at some point? Well, because you're yeah, making okay. your But then we got to get into how this is relevant. Because this, this is not, and I said this earlier, yeah. I said it's really not even relevant. It's not about uh, a nationalism. It's about American dissidents and how China benefits them. So, yeah, no, no, no I mean, response. well, I mean, you brought up Loomer initially, along with Alex Jones and others. Uh, yeah, what I would say is this. Your, of censorship. Yeah. Okay. That's he literally brought up. That's him. wonderful. What I'm saying is this: you're almost making my point for me. You're tell, talking about the United States going off in the wrong direction and making a comparison to China, while you're supporting the concept of Chinese nationalism. It's almost beyond words. 
why you would think that was a smart idea in the debate, number one, and number two, why you would think that was was politically relevant. But they're not censoring it doesn't even make because sense. they're trying to be then, like chi- like Confucian. They're not. Well, they're not doing that as a like censorship. Neither is, is, not neither is China. Principle. Neither is China. Neither is China. That's neither all. Is that's China what? shit. China's not doing it out of some spiritual bullshit principles. China's doing it, it for money. Just like America. For money. You can't say censorship so then is what's a Chinese the principle. Censorship what, is, when did I censorship say that? is neutral. You said, when did well, I say that? You said I'm fa- in favor of Chinese nationalism, but you complain about censorship. It's like that's a non sequitur. It does not follow. Chinese censorship is objectively worse. Yes. No, it not for us. Absolutely. They're not censoring American dissidents. Yeah. It just yeah, hasn't impacted again, you as much that. because it just When ha- has that ever happened? To, when is China ever, you know, uh, Chinese, China censors Chinese dissidents, but that's like not what Nick's talking about. Again, one of the problems with not even having a resolution. It hasn't impacted you as much because you're not on the Chinese internet. If you were a Chinese citizen, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. That's yeah, the because I could talk about, I wouldn't be censored no. in China because I would be talking yes, you about would. white identity and I'd be talking, no, of course. No, you, you'd be. be Chinese and you'd be talking about Chinese identity. I'd be some supporting point, some China. Qigong, some, I'd be some supporting Qigong. China and I wouldn't be no. censored for it. So you'd be a bootlicker. No, I would just be replicating. You'd just be replicating. This is, dude, this is like like libertarianism on display right now. Maybe not good libertarianism, like Hoppian or whatever, but this is how the, I would say more than 50% of libertarians think and are getting what was said on Xinhua news. I would be a national. You wouldn't have anything, you wouldn't have anything dissident to say. So why is this a debate about dissidents? Because China, well, you here, here's why this is a debate about dissidents. It's like I, we're debating global dissidents right now. It's, it's so dumb. This guy's a globalist. He's a mainstream globalist. I mean, notwithstanding the non-secular. Well, can, I, can I make one just, other, other point? Okay, really yeah, Because you, 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 yeah. Uh, you also, you sounded exactly Nick like does, Richard. Nick does keep going on and on and on. For sure. Spencer there for a minute talking. No, 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 no. Sticks sounds like R- Richard Spencer. I mean, he doesn't bring up the race thing, but this being a globalist, that's what Richard Spencer and Sticks have in common. About businesses in the United States being regulated, etc. But the difference is in the United States, you are capable of waging a legal battle oh. against the government. You really? may not win. You may not win. Oh. And I've pointed out many times it's lopsided naive. in favor of the government. It's not naivete. It is. It's, lops- it's lopsided in the, in the favor of the government, but you're capable of waging mm. that fight. You are capable, if you have the fortitude, to at least try. You can't in China. Their top billionaire, the richest man in China, they're taken off to a re-education Who camp. Who cares? It sticks, it, doesn't his ass live in like Denmark or something like that? He's just, you know, he's arguing from a Chinese dissident perspective. Camp for a month because he uh, questioned their central policy with regards to certain business regulations. What does that mean for the average dissident? Well, you're not going to find many in China. Because, well, you will, but they'll be in gulags. In the United States, dissidents like you and me talk on YouTube. There's the difference. It's but as clear as night and are day. Are the gulags coming, though, Sticks? I mean, do you know, I mean, what do you say to that we're well, on that's that track? That's, and that's, that's literally another point that I would like to make. You're predicting that we will be Chinified. But you're, you're you're talking about China as though it's, it's as though it's a good thing, like an example to go after because of the vague ethnostate model you perceive them of having. I you're talking that. about all these terrible things that China does, and we're moving towards them. And you're naive if you think that we're not exactly. And I oppose There's them. A, okay, you know, it's so dumb. The if I'm okay, if there's a, a murderer on the block and I start murdering. Does that mean I'm adopting their tactics? I mean, it could, right? 
But that doesn't mean shit. He's saying he's making the argument that tyranny is Chinese. And because the Chinese, the Chinese do it more, that that's why the Americans are doing it. But where's the debate on where China got the tyranny from? It, it, this, is, this is as old as governments. This is as old as the earth. I'm not in favor say, of those Chinese policies. Chairman Cheng will fail. China will fall. I'm not in favor of those policies. What I said what earlier, are you talking about, dude? What I said earlier is that if you look at the qualitative differences between the censorship regime, you know, you can't just say, well, China censors, America censors, therefore America's Chinified. Yeah. America would be Chinified if the censorship was predicated on national self-interest. And but it's not in China either. The self-interest of the people. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. The Chinese government is corrupt and so on. But you're, I think you're being a little bit willfully ignorant about what I'm saying. In China, they're censoring people that are opposing the government. In America, they're censoring people that are opposing the government, too. But in America, what is the regime? The regime is BLM, LGBT, trans, it's all that. So when America bans Chinese you from funded. Twitter and Chinese things, funded. Okay. When America bans the Democrat, you from Twitter, Nick, it's The because, Democrats have been taking billions of dollars from Chinese slush funds since the 19-goddamn yeah, 90s. That, that's correct. Don't that's pretend correct. that China, China doesn't have a role in that. Okay, thank you. In America, when you speak out against the government, you're speaking out against sexual deviancy. You're speaking out against yeah. replacement migration. Those are the, the things that Sticks wants, by the, the way. Things that get you censored in America. Censorship regime, sure, but that's the that's what it's predicated on. In China, nobody's being censored because they say, I'm proud to be Chinese. I'm Chinese. Chinese are the best of the world. China number one. You're not censored for that. In America, you are. If you in America say, I'm proud of my ancestors. I love Robert E. Lee. I've got the battle flag. I've got, you know, I love George Washington and those things. That's what's being shut down in the curriculum. That's what's being censored. That's what the lynch mobs are about. And so if America were Chinified, it's, I, I don't well, think I just, just popped in my, into my brain. The people that are being censored, it's actually the, the exact opposite. The people that are being uh, oppressed or repressed in China are people that are behaving in the way of the West. And in the West, it's the national. I guess Nick has already said this, but... It's just completely opposite of what Sticks is saying. Chinification is they have digital censorship. Chinification would be they have this kind of like this nationalism. They have bordering on jingoism. It's like they're, they're chauvinist bordering on like ethnic supremacy. That would be Chinification if they were censoring on those grounds. And I said, yeah, Chinese censorship is a little bit worse, but it's important what they're censoring. At least the regime in China, nominally, if not perfectly actualized, nominally, they are for the Chinese people. They're celebrating their Chinese traditions and culture. In America, we're, we have an elite which is parasitic. And yeah, I guess all elites are parasitic to some extent. I'm sure you'd agree. But we have an elite that's parasitic, hostile to the idea that nations even exist, hostile to the idea of America. Um, you know, so it's completely different. And to get to the to get to the point, to finally arrive at the point, you know, you say, well, it's about dissidents. It's not necessarily or dissent. It's not even necessarily about dissent. It's about us as dissidents. That's why I said it's so important that we define who the us is. In America, we dissent against the American government. In China, Chinese dissidents dissent against the Chinese government. America backs Chinese dissidents like the Hong Kongers, like the uh, like Taiwan is, is basically a bulwark of resistance against China. We support the cause of the Uyghurs and so on. Why? Because the dissidents in China threaten the stability of China. The, the dissidents in China challenge the Beijing. They challenge the government. So America being a rival power backs that in the same way that America backs the Russian dissidents in the same way that Russia harbors Julian Assange. You know, Russia supports American dissidents. 
that harbors American dissidents because it undermines America's moral uh, credibility, moral legitimacy in the world. And, you know, it's supporting actors that challenge the American regime in Washington, D.C. It is for the same reason that a rising China benefits us because so they're just hitting, they're just hitting a wall here. If China is an adversary to America, and Nick is so good at explaining stuff to man. Uh, then American dissidents become China's friend. You know, the reason they say that <laughs> Russia, it's true. The reason that they say Russia backed Donald Trump is because, and, and you know, I don't think that that happened, but there's some truth in this. The reason they say that is because Trump wanted to break apart NATO. That is something that Russia wants. So Trump Nick, do you have a saying, TikTok channel? No, I got banned from TikTok, but TikTok well, was bought out go. by American company. See, TikTok was bought out by- Imagine thinking that's like an own. That you know, look at this screen, like what this the freeze frame, right? It's like, there you go. You got censored by TikTok. Therefore, China is worse. It's such a if this is I welcome you guys to look out for these type of arguments in your own life and on social media and stuff like that. And this is Coomer Law. Whoa, big own right now. And then when he does these things, Nick is usually just like, Great, thanks. Just cool. Just there's no need to even recognize Ooh, like TikTok. China doesn't own TikTok because China China is not actually communist. You know the the harsh truth is TikTok actually is in the same way that Americans uh, companies are a private company. It's owned by now. I don't really believe in those either, but it's not run by the government, dude. Neither is D Live. It's, it's so dumb. An American company. Remember when Trump said we're going to ban TikTok. TikTok from America unless they sell to an American holding company? TikTok is governed in part by Chinese ideology, Nick. Oh, what does that mean? Chinese ideology, but the, I believe they're owned by an American holding company, right? Didn't, sh- didn't you, Trump you, say, do you didn't want Trump to say that he would ban the holding- TikTok unless they sold it to yeah, an American company? They, 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 so they didn't know that that's not real. Jurisdiction so. matters, Sticks. Yes, you know. We yeah. just got that yeah, talking that's, about it. That's why there should be no international companies, by the way. It matters. Oh, it's under American jurisdiction. And, and anyway, there was a whole row about uh, this. No, there was a no, row about so. American control over TikTok. So to say that TikTok is a form of like, you know, Chinese, they censored you anyway. It's like TikTok is beholden to American regulators. TikTok is beholden to pressure from American companies. If anything, you're proving my point. So, no. you know, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok is definitely, no, no, no. TikTok is definitely influenced by the West. The same as certain Chinese firms can be influenced by U.S. interests because they're all globalist. Again, Xinhua News was congratulating the WTO just earlier today, talking about how wonderful globalism was. These people are all interconnected. The, the, the ghost, the boogeyman of Chinese nationalism as being something that's ethnic, number one, is completely wrong. They're doing business in Africa. They're branching out into Nicaragua. They're building roads and shit in Serbia and in Pakistan. Where's the ethno-nationalism here? They're- every single one of those countries, and this is my point about America, every one of those countries, including America, have something in common that they could just say no. World policing, or at least projecting as much as the West, and by the way, no, TikTok is a Chinese company. It is still Chinese spyware. It still operates on the same principles. The fact that there would be an American holding company for an element of the company doesn't make it less Chinese. And, absolutely and that's the not. reality. Because it's, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because we're talking about jurisdictions here. We're talking about state actors. That would be TikTok, like saying that YouTube that is a Chinese. Is the, that would be no. like saying Google is a Chinese company because no, Google because built a Google's browser and put it in China. America. Because Google's an American company owned by American it's a subject holding to American company. law. That's not the headquarters. It's Alphabet. a holding company. Okay, Alphabet, whatever. Yeah, Rumble, Rumble is a Canadian company, and they've got a headquarters now in Florida. They're building See, one in Sarah. That's not what a headquarters is. I mean... 
a headquarters is not the the same thing as the headquarters and where it, Minnesota. That doesn't mean that they're not. Know, nationalism is the answer, man. Real Christian nationalism is the answer. That's that's not Canadian good faith. Faith. You're not arguing in good faith. It's I the mean, same that, thing. That TikTok is subject to American jurisdiction is irrelevant. That made, they're okay. Chinese no. because they were founded no, no. by Chinese. No, no, the Let's Go Brandon song, how do you know that that was banned because there was an American holding look company? At, uh, look at the Pillars of Sticks' arguments. It's like, Let's Go Brandon, TikTok, and arguing from a Chinese dissident perspective. Why I don't remember who it was, but who who thinks that Sticks won this, dude? Company and not because the Chinese wanted it, because they're great friends of Joe Biden. They always have been. They love. Why his do you son. think that is? Why do you think that is? If TikTok Again, is owned by Oracle, which is big tech, which okay. contracts with the federal government, you don't see why there's you there's don't a similarity here. Let's go Biden or there's let's a, there's go a sim- How do you know? Do you have How do we know? Papers? It's because do you have their internal emails? No, of course or not. Or maybe it was because you can't people say were that criticizing it's because of their Chi- 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 Chi-Com's bad. Let's go, Brandon. They don't care. They don't care it's if this, people it's say the let's same, go, Brandon. It's, again, it's the same thing as Rumble. A Canadian company puts up a headquarters in Florida. All of a sudden, some of their content becomes subject to Floridian and U.S. federal law. That doesn't mean it's not a Canadian company founded by Canadians. TikTok is a Chinese company founded by Chinese people with a holding in the United States, which partially regulates them according to U.S. law. But when they ban something, you can't, in honestly, in good faith, with logic and reason behind you, you can't say, well, it was obviously because of the U.S. branch of this firm. Yeah, it was can. obviously because Being of an that. American it couldn't be that the Chinese. No, the Chinese would never bristle at the idea that their golden boy in the White House would be would be. Okay, ridiculous. but you know, that let, would never let's, let's get out of that subject because you keep saying you said Beijing, Biden, and their golden boy in the White House. How come then the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is saying that we're going to go to war over Taiwan? How come our UN ambassador is saying we're going to go to war over Taiwan? How come we're over there antagonizing them over that Taiwan? Was instead. Well, that's, first, that wasn't that's said. The that's the first time. No, no. That is what, what, they, they said. what they said is that they would if Taiwan was invaded because we have a defense treaty with them. Yeah. And well, by the way, by the way, this is choice. unprecedented. This is unprecedented. This is the first time. That is and true. You can, yes, it is. Yes, this yes, is the first time. Here, right? Yeah. And so Beijing Biden, his his DOD and his State Department is saying for the first time, we are willing to go to war to to keep up our defense alliance. And do you know what that's called? That's called Taiwan. bluster. That's called bullshit. Well, what? Well, I thought it's he was Beijing. Bluster. Matt, look at the 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 how the moments where Sticks thinks he got him. Biden. I thought he's Beijing Biden. Why is he blustering with the Chinese? Be and by why the way, he end, why, why he, did he end the trade struggle with China Atlantic and that Trump began? If he hates China so much, why did he end the trade war the against China? Okay, why did he end an attempt to extend those tariffs that Trump? <laughs> oh, he put didn't in place? end it. He just didn't. He's just not going further. Maybe because there's a giant supply chain crisis. But you acknowledge yourself. That so he cares about the place. supply chain crisis. Then why is he also trying to fire a bunch of longshoremen with his OSHA mandate? See, nothing well, you're saying ultimately makes logical these, these sense. Are all, no, because what that's, you're saying are non sequiturs. Yeah, you know what yeah they just li- like, literally does not follow. It's like it, it's just a change of subject, really. They, and that's obviously so what I'm deceptive because you said, oh, well, Biden, Biden ended the trade war. And you just said, well, actually, no, he didn't. He just didn't. He just didn't extend it like Trump had planned on doing. But the tariffs are still there. The defense secretary threatened war over Taiwan. What's no, more, you look at the Atlantic Council. They're talking war, about war Chinese influence. You look at the war State Department. Threatened. They're talking about Chinese influence. For the first time, this is like this is in the last year. Your entire debate, your entire debate so far goes down to misrepresenting what has been said by various people. War it's was the not opposite. threatened with Taiwan. It's the opposite. You said that Biden ended the trade war. He didn't end the trade war. The tariffs are still there. He's not fighting any trade war. The tariffs are still there. Are they or are they not? 
That's not a continuation of the trade war. <laughs> the terrorists are starting the fight. trade war. Ter- what? The, yeah, it's it's, it's very, yeah. The the definition of the trade war is the tariffs. Tariffs are in a trade war. The Trump tariffs that he put in place to cripple Chinese manufacturing that Which Biden thing, kept. By the way. That Biden kept. That's not continuing the trade war. No, continuing to extend war over Taiwan, the tariffs is a trade which doesn't war. Count, but he's their golden boy, right? War was not threatened. Sense. War wasn't threatened. That, okay, they said we'll go to war if Taiwan is invaded, which has never is been Taiwan, before, which is is Taiwan, been Do you believe Taiwan will be invaded? Because I think that's horseshit. I uh, think that's no, but I, ho- I hope that they get invaded. They're threatening war if something, ha- that's what a threat is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it is, yeah, I guess a threat is also, is not all, doesn't have to be conditional. But saying if this happens, you're going to do that. I'm going to do that. So observe narrator. Observe the Coomer brain on display. They have no grip on definitions. This is what being completely separate from Christ does to a nigga. You know, and and a lot of professing Christians also have this problem too. But it's just like full on losing grip on meaning and definition itself. I hope that they do. But that's not the threat of war. Yes, it is. And either way, it's an unprecedented it's an unprecedented statement. Even Trump didn't say that. And Trump was supposedly this war hawk against China. The point I'm trying to make broadly is that, you know, Biden is not a competent. This is not a real political actor. We are talking about a figurehead for the deep state. We're talking about a figurehead for State Department, intelligence community, et cetera. All of those people, all those bureaucrats, they want war with China. Those people are not, they're not in any sense. They don't uh, want Beijing war with China. They lose all their like investments. That. China well, is then, globalistic. They've absorbed trillions of dollars in investments. Then, what's with all the saber rattling then over Taiwan? Why it's not just posturing. Give it why not just give it to them? It's posturing. Why and why should any, we can't give anything. Taiwan's an independent nation. They have well, to make their own decisions. Well, the only, if they're not independent. If we gave up our sure defense with them, China would come in and seize them. Doubtful. China, China would have to have a functioning navy first. Oh please! Oh please! Taiwan have is to have right a navy first. first. The idea that Taiwan could put up a defense by itself is laughable, and you know that. The only thing that's no, standing between Beijing controlling Taiwan is America, which we're doing now that's, more aggressively. That's nonsensical. And what's more is it's not just. It's not just a DOD. It's not just a State Department. It's even big tech. Like if you went back four years ago or something, I remember it was uh, Google said they would not do contracts with the Pentagon. They said, we will not make weapons of war for the Pentagon. In recent years, all the big tech companies, Zuckerberg, Bezos, you know, Facebook, Google, all of them, they have all lined up to get these big contracts with the federal government and said, you know, if we want to outcompete with Chinese big tech, if we want to outcompete with China, we've got to work with America. And they specifically say this nonsense about we have to ensure the world is safe for democracy. And that's why Facebook and Google have to partner with the federal government to compete with Chinese big tech, to compete with the Chinese government. It's like, you know, so you're you're trying to say that like there's this and don't get me wrong. There's some Chinese influence. You know, you have Eric Swalwell had an Asian mistress. Yeah. OK. But the idea that American big tech, and the American big, State Department yeah. are like not opposed to China. That's just ridiculous. And like none of the evidence supports that. Nick, there was a report just last year that several million Chinese loyalists had infiltrated things in the Western world. So is that not influence or what what about Feinstein's limo driver too, you know? Oh, Feinstein's limo driver. And and yeah, the people that they influenced were all part of the homo shit. You know what I mean? Feinstein, Eric Swalwell, and you know, has Chinese has China infiltrated the the American dissident movement? I mean, sure, probably. Not, maybe, but who to talk? All these things are 
a who's who of people that are the enemies of the American disappearance, if I remember correctly. I'm sure a lot of the foreign students are probably Chinese spies. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, that's so, just so, China, so China. Nick is a former libertarian. He's got his libertarian arguments down pat. He, he, he's done. He did like five years of debates from fr honestly from that perspective. And he, that's why he, he, you know, he's that's why he's a nuanced, complicated guy and sticks is not yeah, spies, uh, spies on the West. Yeah, we're moving we in a Chinese China. direction. We're moving in a Chinese direction. That's and that's also why Nick, it doesn't really have a political ideology in terms of like libertarian or like what he is, is a Christian that recognizes that Christians have lived through all kinds of governments. And it's whether they're moral or not that matters more so than just the like democracy would be dope if 100 percent of people were moral, you know, but they're not. And the, so that's why it sucks. But Nick is so prepared, man. He's he's done this shit. He's 23. He's been doing this since he was 14 More totalitarian. And that's not a good thing. But we should be more like China. What exactly is your point? They're not going to look at. Are you just let's say that the United yeah. States adopted Chinese style ethno nationalistic sentiment. So <laughs> you, you can't parse the ethno nationalism from the rest of China. So it's become more totalitarian. Do you think you wouldn't have other views that would get you gulagged if you spoke mean? out at all? Oh, yeah. Totally. That, that would, that, well, you know, then that would be a problem. Yeah, I agree. So then why are you arguing on behalf of that kind of system? Simply I'm, because I'm of arguing, race? I'm not well, arguing not. on behalf of their system. I never argued. And I then said, what, what exactly are you arguing? Yeah, let me explain. To the Dude, what do you guys think? Do you think Sticks really doesn't get it? That this, that's why I just say Coomer brain, because it's like he won't get it. He can't get it. He's like, he's against the wall. And, you know, you're just, he's saying stuff that didn't happen. He, you know, I said, I mean, I was, I was told this was fundamentally about U.S. versus Chinese nationalism. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and I said in my opening statement, I said that the rise of China is good for American dissidents insofar as we share a common enemy in the American regime. That's simple. my point. And simple, I, simple. I, and I said earlier, I said it's besides the point. I said at the beginning, it's besides the point to compare the two systems. I said, yes, Chinese is probably more severe. I said, but qualitatively different in important ways. I said, but that's besides the point that you have this sort of arbitrage in the sense that American dissidents against the American regime, our enemy is the American regime. America is the America's government is the biggest problem in the world. You know, the globalists that run the American government are the biggest problem in the world. Then you should be a libertarian. They happen to be the biggest problem for us. So as long as China is making that regime relatively less powerful, that's a good thing. It's evil people that specifically hate us, and they right now have global hegemony. If China can shake things up and create a bilateral world order, or a bipolar world order, I should say, that's a good thing for us. The less of the world that is controlled, and then therefore the less power that is wielded by the evil people in our own government that were under their jurisdiction, jurisdiction that they have, that's better. That's all I said. So I'm not but Nick, that but, but Nick, let's let's say that the Western sphere shrinks. That doesn't mean the U.S. government has less power over U.S. citizens and therefore U.S. dissidents. It just means that they're not capable of extending the power to Panama or something. How the hell does that help U.S. dissidents? It helps U.S. dissidents in the same way that America can stir up problems in other countries. I mean, you, it's not. But what does that have to do with domestic revolution. censorship? What does that have to do with domestic censorship? Well, or anything let, like that let's, that concerns let's entertain, us specifically. OK, let's entertain a hypothetical. In the future, China's more powerful. And Darren Beatty has talked about this, too. What if China were to go in and say, we're going to open up our servers and we're going to host American sites. We're going to open up our payment processors and process American payments for what American if? dissidents. 
that's if. yeah what if that is and i happen. don't know yeah i don't know that they're going to do that but that's an example of what becomes possible the possibilities open up for an alternative to american hegemony presented we already have that no we don't yes we do what's There's the, new yeah, tech new talking, tech is out there we're we're innovating. Oh, okay. We're making things more censorship preser uh, oh, preserving yeah, censorship because right. we have BitChute and we have Rumble. Don't get me wrong. You can I, use them. I admire I admire the efforts of people creating alternative tech, but in the grand scheme of things, this is a losing proposition. Insofar it would be as better to put state. your servers. It would be better to put your servers in a third world country than to put them in China, because China is heavily censored. Well, why not move them to Laos? But could you or let Thailand me ask you this, Could you see a scenario where? China does start helping dissidents uh, in the United States or, or no. giving them some type of benefit or like platform to use. By the way, I don't know if you guys have watched a kill stream in the last three weeks, but it's just Ethan Ralph's head is like half the size of it is uh, of it is now because he got his ass beat. He got jumped in Portugal and I hadn't watched. I've only been wa I've been watching Ethan for the past three weeks and this is in November, and his like head is half the size here. This his 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 head is like a watermelon now. No, and I'll tell you exactly why. Because then they would get attacked by the same corporate powers in the West that are trying to uh, to flummox those people already. And China is a money sponge. They do not care about your right to free speech. They don't even come. Yeah. Well, it would the be a political thing. The that only thing they care about, their the only thing the Chinese government cares about is money. So they're not going to piss no, off big tech. They're Dude, no, no one in the world only cares about money. It's not possible. I mean, because because money does you can't you could be in love with the things that that money gets you, or whatever. But no, no nation. Okay, so I guess I just said nobody. I should say no nation. No nation. What about their own? What if they're? What about their own self interest? Which money is one of them? Come on, dude. You're saying they don't care about their own people at all. You know, even America is not. They're about ideology and they're about whatever. There's there's other motivating factors. Like cool. Yeah, it's like. That is just a base, such a basic bitch argument. They're not going to piss off anything else in the Western world. They're not going to help you. If you China know, became a monopolar power, you'd be in the same goddamn boat that you're in, except that instead of being harassed by the government, having an account frozen, you'd have it confiscated. Instead of being questioned, you'd be put in a goddamn gulag. You That's the only difference. The, no. Uh, here's the yes. thing. You, you keep, honestly, I don't even think you have an argument. You keep saying things that are obvious, like China likes to make money. China has colonies in Africa. China built a canal in Nicaragua. Yeah, that's not an argument. The argument that I'm making is that, and, and this is, I've yet to hear a dispute from this, the American regime is targeting American dissidents. I mean, we, I don't think we need to explain because, yeah, exactly. But how will change in regime come from within when the American state and the American big tech and the American academia and entertainment complex, these are the most powerful institutions within our country. So something has to come from without our country. There is no, no institution doesn't. in America, yes, it does, that can rise up and challenge the American system where there's a monopoly, where a globalist class has a total monopoly on power. We saw what happened. We tried they to have the same monopoly in China, Nick. Yeah, That's the obviously. Whole point. But China's a rival to America. Beijing is a rival to And it to won't DC. be, but it's not a rival within the country. It's a rival without the country. Yes. You are arguing, China can you are arguing America's for competing... domestic affairs. No, it That's can't. You're point. arguing. You're yes, it does. America's well, domestic affairs? Well, it definitely does in the case well, which of is it? You just critical said they race theory. They, do. they can only it do bad things, up, but not good things. It encourages critical race theory and censorship and all the other things we have to fuck really? with. Really? This is why I don't trust people. People like uh, not people, but I guess creators and commentators at a high level that have not been banned. It's it's 
It, they don't know how good they have it. It makes their brain soft, whatever. It's not just sticks, but people have not been messed with by, by censorship that are big. I mean, I'm, let's say 10,000 plus subscribers or followers. I just don't trust them because they don't know what it's like. They, they, it's just, it, they're soft, dude. It's like this is a person that's never been in a real fight. How? Absolutely. How? Their official Chinese propaganda, Xinhua News, is constantly pushing this stuff. Don't you pay attention to them? That's their official mouthpiece. News. I don't read Xinhua That's their news. That is the official Chinese state mouthpiece. I look so at which their is material it? Do they every single day. Domestic affairs, or do they not? They do, right? They do not directly influence. They them don't. In they the can't case. directly this, influence America. This is affairs. not. This is not a an either or argument. They're both true. Let me explain what? for a moment. Let me explain for they a moment. They both can. And they don't cannot? make. They don't make decisions on behalf of the U.S. government pertinent to things like censorship. However, they do influence U.S. businesses, not the government, but businesses to do the sort of things that are done to you that are done to me. Because of He's had him against the ropes for 40 minutes. China's the reason that I'm banned. That is not what I said. Then what are you saying? I'm saying that you'd be in the same boat either way. The way to undermine what? the way to undermine the U.S. system is from the bottom through civics and through activism that How? very few people participate in. It's already happening now. How didn't you pay attention to the election the other day? I was told demographics are destiny and young can have no chance. <laughs> young. I was told critical. Republican. I was told that critical race theory would be the law of the land soon. It's being rejected. We're fighting. Sky watches watch CNN, dude. It's it's so mainstream. Back. Oh, you're, the you're Americans, right, we Americans right. can do it ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Right. Arm says, I'm sure China cares about money, but not only about it. Exactly. It's, uh, it's, it's very simple. Everyone cares about money because you need it to live. But saying only is just retarded. Need the, we don't need the fucking Chinese communists to do it for You're us. Right, no, I don't need China to help you. You know, when I look at when I look at I Facebook, speak to a hundred thousand people a day just on new technic. When I see Facebook creating the metaverse, when I see DHS expanding their authority, when I see a new war on terror being started, I take heart in knowing that Glenn Youngkin could win in Virginia and that I could stream to a hundred people on Rumble. I know that we could take on the system. The point is, what you're talking you're about simplification. Fallacy is, it's is not noted. oversimplification. It is. It's just true. It's just true that the kinds of things that you think are going to bring about regime change are just not sufficient. And if you think they are, they're not working. being realistic. They're, they're working. not working. That's absolutely, they are. They're not Thousands in one way, shape, or form. They Steve just cheated Bannon, us out of the Steve election. Bannon. Now we have a vax mandate. They're, they banned us from everything on earth. The, the best that we have is was this true social thing in, in France. Because of businesses. No, the vax mandate was pushed back. And as far as Virginia, I don't think that uh, that was fortified. The states run the elections. I already had oh. this argument with Anomaly. The states run the elections, just like the states have to impose mandates. Biden's really? mandate will be thrown out the window. But in China, if a state mandate's put in, it's not going to get thrown out because some states dissent. Now, is it? And, and the, fa the fact is this. You're expecting Big Daddy China. China, as Trump would say, to, some, to somehow help you. Why don't you help yourself? Speak out more. Get more civically involved. So stop being black pilled. Why don't you do that I'm instead? Black, I'm Dude, Nick works. Nick works hundreds of times harder, harder than. Pills. Yes, I'm you white are. Pill. He's like, speak out. I'm white pilled, but I'm realistic. And, you know, you're you don't say the same things that I do. As far as I know, you're still on YouTube. Is that correct? And th this is th what you're about to see right now is the is the moment of the entire stream. It's the, it's the reason that I watched the, the debate twice and we're watching it a third time. I watched it twice privately and then I'm, uh, we're watching it now. And like, 
look what Sticks is about to say. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm not. I very carefully do not give them an excuse to ban me just so that I can continue to front for new tech. Give them an excuse. It's been working. Listen, my friend. That's that's why I've got 140 plus thousand people I've been, watching me on BitChute. I've been on the front lines of this thing since Charlottesville. Okay, I know that's well, not no, you're not. On, you're not on the front the lines anymore. Things. I am. You're, I was in, in Charlottesville. Row. I was at January 6th. I was at. I wasn't in the Capitol, but I was at the Capitol complex. I so was you were at a false. So you were you were at a false flag event and an event that any reasonable person would say was probably optically a bad idea. No, I don't. How does that make you on the front line? Yeah. That's really besides the point. But the point is this: the point. Point is, as far as American dissent is concerned, I'm on the front lines. There's, it's like me. It's Alex Jones. It's it's Andrew Anglin. It's Jared Taylor. We're the most censored people in America. Not you for going on and saying free markets are awesome and Beijing, Biden, all these GOP. So the fact points. that I have more strategic tact makes me somehow strategic less tact. No, you're not a threat to the system. It's not strategic sure tact. Bruh. I mean, whatever your thoughts, man. Sure, I am. I would like to be that. Should be the debate, man. The China thing is again, like I said earlier, it's like cursory, or if that's even the right word, it's it's about what we're doing abroad and these two different creators and you know creators in general. It's like, yep, you're a th sticks hexenhammer is a threat to this system. I'm gonna watch that last thirty seconds. The point is, as far as American dissent is concerned, I'm on the front lines. There's, it's like me. It's Alex Jones. It's it's Andrew Anglin. The, it's your what could be more front lines than the Cozy Crew? Taylor, the America for, for the ga the Gab Infowars Cozy, you know, loose alliance. We're the most censored people in America. Not you for going on and saying free markets are awesome and Beijing, Biden, all these GOP. So the fact points. that I have more strategic tact makes me somehow strategic less tact. No, you're not a threat to the system. It's not strategic sure tact. They have a new. Oh, really? Pauline. I'm still I mean, speaking out on listen, these platforms. I'm more of a threat I like than you, you as are. a person, but let's not kid ourselves. Going on and with the GOP talking points you, about Trump is fucking you're, you're awesome. Not, you're not a threat to your system on your soul. You're not a threat to the system on your Look how this is aged, by the way, too. Alex Jones is on Cozy. Fuentes is... is, is been getting 7,000 plus. He had 12,000 people watching live on an independent proprietary platform and this is four months after this stream look how it aged like it's why i also you know the tie or whatever goes to people that are that are, are proven to be right fuentes has been proven to be right about almost everything important he's predicted so much shit and you know threat to the system yeah look how this is aged man your private website Nick. anybody you're Let's not a threat to the system on your private website a coffee what we say and the potential that we have is a threat. That's now you're angry. Because I'm, I'm not angry. Up the I'm not angry. You're that's, a bitch, that's a bitch argument. He's been acting the same you're way You're not a threat to the system with your private website. You haven't even barely branched out into new tech. And, well, then, hey, okay, and then Nick gets subpoenaed by Congress in, in January. It's, oh, my God. An entire, hey, you have an entire revolution and a civic revolution a happening right now that you're not part of. Wait a second. You said that my private site isn't a threat to the system? No, Why it's is not. that? And why is that? Why because is they that? can make it because, unsearchable, Nick. Oh, really? So you you're put yourself that, into an echo chamber. That even though we can make alternatives, even though we can make alternatives, it's no match for the monopolistic control of the American regime. You can't it's do almost everything like do more activism and revolution from the bottom isn't going to happen, right? You just got done saying that we just got to go on Rumble. Nick. We don't need China. We're just going to go on Rumble. That's all these bitches can do is just kind of 
do this feminine inner. No, you're not, Nick. And you just can't. He's like Sticks is literally dealing with a head. Birth to Nick. Now you're Nick. telling me that. Listen, I know you're losing this debate and you're trying to interrupt me, but now you're yeah. telling me my private site isn't a threat. Why? Because on a logistical level, it can't compete. Well, what did you just get done saying that we were going to have the bit shoot Glenn Youngkin revolution? Bit shoot's so, a little bit bigger than your private website, Nick. How now, much isn't it? bigger? How much bigger compared to bit shoot sucks, by the way. BitChute doesn't even stream. They've been around for four years. You can't even upload a three-hour video there. BitChute sucks, dude. Cozy and the people, the search sucks on, on BitChute. You know, Sticks has been doing this BitChute thing for years, man. BitChute blows, man. Only about a thousand times. 2.8 billion users on Facebook. What is BitChute? Who uses Facebook? You know? Boomers. Nobody gives a shit about 3 Facebook. 3 billion people. Man. Third of the world's population. Uh, no, there, there aren't 3 billion active accounts on Facebook. Not oh, even okay. close. To. Oh, oh, oh. Not right. even yeah. close. Not yeah. unless you count. BitChute is a billion. Cozy, cozy is better in, in six months than BitChute has gotten in four years. Not to Facebook. BitChute is a no, it's a competitor saying? to YouTube, not to Facebook. Wow. Wow, man. What Satan does to a nigga. <laughs> Yo, I mean, oh, BitChute is a competitor to YouTube. It's a competitor to YouTube. Got it. BitChute's yeah. a competitor to YouTube. Dude. Right. Just, Odyssey has gone, done more in six months than, than BitChute has in three years. Odyssey is relatively good. I'm very excited for what Odyssey is going to be. At least they're improving. Sit back and let YouTube make its yeah. own mistakes. And, and uh, uh, I, I just grilled up a hamburger in my backyard, and I'm a competitor to fucking McDonald's too, right? <laughs> yeah, if you choose to invest in that skill. Oh my, oh, my free marketism, dude. You, you just made another, you made another point for me. If you invest in that skill and enough time and effort, yes, you could be. A competitor in McDonald's, just as McDonald's started out as one restaurant. Yeah, yeah and well, you can't do that in China that. now, can you? Are you, I mean, what kind of conception of America do you have? Do you just get done watching Yankee Doodle Dandy? It's I, not the no, 1920s I have a anymore, conception man. that it's. I have a conception that the United States can actually be fixed and improved, but the Eastern Bloc can't. Oh. We're already improving it again. I can appear to more people every day on New Tech than I do on YouTube with a relatively limited amount of actual effort. You're not making that effort and you're acting all black pilled and saying, no, Big Daddy black China pilled. will save me. Why does he talk like that, man? Black pilled. Isn't it? <laughs> look, at that, look at Nick's face. Isn't it black? This is like cream cheese, by the way. Quick, quick diversion or what a quick uh, tangent. But <laughs> I can't get over that. That face. I mean. <laughs> oh, it's such a funny face. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Black Pound. Why does he talk like that, man? Big Daddy China ain't gonna save you, dude. Daddy She will save shouldn't, shouldn't she. you. Shouldn't you be doing this and shouldn't you be doing that instead? Daddy She will save me. I am. I made my own censorship proof platform. I have a following on Telegram. I have a following on Gab. I have a close relationship with And that's good. Dude, it's like, it, you know, it, you know, it's it, it, kind of pictures you know i don't know you're like running a race with a person and the person is sprinting and they don't know that the other person has a, a 200 pound backpack on you know and nick is doing so much more with so much less than sticks but then you're not silenced yes i am because you're yeah, and this is also very interesting exact yeah when when an atheist or whatever they view Christians as just, no, we have Christ and we, we have Christ and that allows us to talk about real shit that sometimes is bad. 
and we are able to say, you know, there's going to be bad outcomes here. But who's black pill? Oh, okay. I mean, you know, again, how many people li listen? How many people do you have following you on Telegram? Uh, 40,000. That's a lot of people. How many on Gab? I think it's more uh, than me. 135,000, something like that. How the fuck are you silenced, dude? You get 130,000 fuckers following you on oh, Gab. That's a great point. It's because yeah, it's just, if just... you want social media to compete with mainstream media, you need the network effect. And the kind of damage that you need to do just can't be achieved on platforms like Gab at this point in time. And I like Gab as a project, but they've got 20, 30 million active users. Twitter is not even in the top 10 worldwide and they've got 380 million active Rome users. wasn't so Rome was not built in the day I dude look out for these cliches man I'm just on watch dude you know it's just people love their little cliches and their simple little lines and they think it's a gotcha Rome wasn't built in a day, dude. Like, time that. and effort, that. civic effort, but not time is not on our side. Time yes, is not is. on our side. How? Oh, yeah, it is. How? They're shutting everything down, man. And listen, it's cartels. Then fight back. Do what you need to do. You can't because there's pay. MasterCard and Visa are indistinguishable from the worst type of boomer, by the way. Your ancestors so, shot people for, for impugning upon them. You can't right. fight back. You can't well, fight back by making a website or, or a gab page. You can make a website. We can fight back. Stop being demoralized everyone out there yeah i mean Fight listen back. man I, I appreciate your childlike optimism but it's, it's time to grow up a little bit Stitch. so so your the, your the founding fathers that were your ancestors they were uh just just childlike optimists no the founding fathers we can't very fight back situation. against this They've got 12 pounder guns. They were in a oh completely different situation. Exactly. Founding fathers are in a very different situation than we are right now. Yeah, we're, much we're worse living. one. They died of tuberculosis at a rate of like 5%. They, this, here goes the modernity thing. Here goes the... Is this guy retarded? Why is everything you say so banal and asinine? I mean, just yeah. all these, you know, because they died of tuberculosis. Like, because yeah. you're, you're, backing, you're backing China and, and Chinese-style nationalism, and so there's no have reason to, to have tuberculosis a serious in America. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. It has to do with the non-serious nature of a debate in which my opponent yeah. is backing China. The non-serious <laughs> really nature of a debate where somebody is arguing that BitChute's a competitor to YouTube. This is, this, and and doing... this is also true for the Rus Russia and the Arabs and whoever else. The same thing. It's just, dude, we need to, we need to stay in our lane and clean up our lawn. Activism. Those are two cliches that are true. Hard enough. And Glenn Youngkin is the beginning of the takeover dude, you, of the American you'd, regime. You'd yeah, probably have more subscribers than me on BitChute if you had actually gotten on there early. Uh, now, now what is this? Is this just an ad campaign now for BitChute? I mean, what do you want me oh, to no, say? I'm I use on, Odyssey I'm on as well. Gab TV. I'm on no, no, I also use Odyssey. I'm on Band.Video, and I'm on Cozy TV, and I'm on Telegram. Yeah, I'm not on BitChute. You're going to keep doing this. Well, you're not so working hard enough. Well, I'm not so on your as platform. A dissident, so as a dissident, you still have a significant voice. It may not be on the mainline platforms, but you can appear to 100,000 people easily in a day. You can't yeah. do that right. under an Eastern-style authoritarian system, the one based on the Chinese model that you yourself proclaimed that we're moving towards. How oh, is that a God. benefit? How is that better? <laughs> How is it better, Nick? Answer the goddamn question. I, I you, just can, don't, you can sit there. You can sit there and poo-poo me all you want. I still I have. You want to see some poo-pooing? You're going to get some poo-poo in your life. <laughs> Listen, here's the answer. Yeah, no, okay? I'm, I'm not here's an enabler, So let, let's let's just go through this again. 
I'm not, we're not moving towards a Chinese style system. We're moving towards a system of censorship, which is qualitatively different than the Chinese system. We're censoring different things. We, we established from the beginning, the Chinese system is not desirable and the Chinese system is more severe. It is qualitatively different. The principles nominally that animate their government are different from the ones that animate ours. Objectively, they are better than ours. Insofar as China is nationalistic, insofar as they are upholding traditional masculinity and traditional values, that is superior to transsexualism, homosexuality, BLM, and replacing migration. I, I'm not in favor of, I don't think we should become China. I don't think we should have a Chinese style system. That's not what we have. We're just increasing in censorship. What I said from the start, I didn't say that dissidents don't have a voice. I said, you're naive if you think that America is much better. It's better. It's better, absolutely. And there is more hope, yeah. I think, in America than in Yeah, that just answers the question. The question Sticks asked was based on a false premise. It was disingenuous. Yeah. Don't answer these people's questions when it's like China. That. Absolutely. But it's naive to say that we're going in a better and not a worse direction. It's naive to think that things are much better than China or even that they're good. Things are bad. It's time to sound the alarm. We're in a crisis right now. It's not an exaggeration to say that. Things have gotten dramatically worse in the past five years. That being said, we as dissidents are the number one target of the American government, at least in the past you know, nine months. It's the FBI and the DOJ that are conducting their biggest investigation in history, rounding up 600 boomers that breached the Capitol and starting a new war on terror and a 9-11 style commission in Congress to write these laws. And they're expanding the power of the surveillance state and federal law enforcement to carry this out, criminalizing dissent, using their, their partners in the banks and in uh, big tech and in mainstream media to prosecute all of this. The American regime is becoming unstoppable. They have monopolistic control. And you could point to, bitch, you could point to exceptions to the rule. But here's the thing. There's only so far that these alternatives can go. Because as I was trying to say, you tend to run into these choke points. Like, for example, the App Store. Like, for example, how do you get on the Apple App Store when it's controlled by Apple? How do you run Visa and MasterCard payments through your website when that's controlled by Visa and MasterCard and the banks? It turns out that it's not just as easy as build your own smartphone, App Store, credit card, company credit card will we'll make MasterCard, Visa, Discover, and Groiper card and your own banks. It's not quite that simple. And so, you know, the idea that these alternatives against these systemic odds, also against the trajectory that we're on, that they're going to constitute any kind of meaningful resistance to the system is naive. The, the only thing that's going to change the regime in America is a fundamental change in the dynamic in our political system right now. I Which think that, happening. That, that can be brought about by happening, a change in the global world order and but China Nick, rising relatively and challenging yeah, Nick, American government. Oh. Dude, I see. I think he's right to just keep talking over this hard. Hegemony. It's an alternative. Nick. You've been corrupted. China's China's rise, number one, is going to stall out at some point because of all the debt that they have. And number two is not going to help you. The U.S. government being embattled from without is not going to take their focus off certain domestic issues that are tied in with companies that I will, by the way, point out, and I should have pointed out before, but better late than never. Most of these companies that you see is partnered with the U.S. government, abusing you, abusing me, et cetera, are tied with China, Nick. They have investments in China. Google is trying to make a browser for China. Facebook sells shit to China all the time. So how is how is China or the Chinese system any better? It's not. It's I'm worse. Not, I'm not saying the Chinese system is better. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that China will help. Nick, I, I, real, I realize what you're saying. You're saying that. No, he's not, because he keeps saying things that he's, you know, a couple misunderstandings or whatever. But when you repeatedly say it's like that. This is why when I'm in like a 
debate, all, whatever. I mean, I've never, I haven't, have I been in this position on air? But, you know, when someone is like, when they say something about what I said, they, and they base their point off of that thing they're saying, which is the thing that they're saying I've said, and it isn't true, then they, that's like, there's nothing can be said after that. Because you're like, because you think the system is the same, when he's triple, quadruple said, that's not what I'm saying. And let me extrapolate on that. What comes after that is irrelevant. It's just because it's all based on something that is not true. So, like, you know, what do you do? You're not even having a real conversation at this point. The, no. the Chinese system. Yes, I do. Let, let me paraphrase okay. you. The Chinese right. system is fine insofar as they're censoring people other than I would be if no. I were Chinese. No, no, yes. that's not what I'm saying. You're saying. As long as they don't censor me for saying there's hand supremacy, everything's uh, fine. Let me ask you saying. this. Go, if, 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 turn into a Chinese person, Nick. Okay. Go over to China. And make a video about how Tibetans are ugly or something and see how long before you get into the gulag. They're not even ethno-nationalists. Ugly. Listen, They're not even ethno-nationalists, Nick. I, it's a lie. I'm not saying that China's necessarily going to... Thank you. I'm not saying that China's going to help us. I'm saying that right now, our problem is that the American regime is, is an occupied... We're, we're living in an occupied country. The American regime is this hostile, parasitic, foreign elite. But it doesn't stop there. The American regime is the regime that runs the world. They don't just run our country. They run a global hegemonic system. That, that is really the problem, is that what they say goes on most of the planet. So, so it's not that China, China ran it. Yeah. No, it's not that China is going to come in and help us. It's not that China is going to come in and be more benevolent. It's not that China has a better system. It's that as the American... Yeah, imagine thinking that China is not... That, that the Chinese are not ethno-national. American regime recedes and is humiliated. It loses credibility. It loses legitimacy. It loses its ability to project power. That's a good thing for us. Let's China go Brandon is, is worse consuming. for Biden's credibility. What? Let's go Brandon is so worse for me, the U.S. regime's uh, credibility than anything what? that China's doing. What? Okay, China's yeah. not doing shit as far as that yeah. goes. Biden accomplishes that just by pooping his pants. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's like, she's like, it, it. It's more similar to that. He's running an ad. He said, or like, he's just trying to shill. Let's go, Brandon, and shill bit shoot and shill YouTube. He's doing the bid, the bidding of the regime. I feel like I'm arguing with Sean Hannity right now. I mean, right. I, I don't even know. I forgot he said that. This is so true to say man. anymore. I mean, I'm trying to make no. a point. I feel like I'm arguing with Juan Williams, so. Juan, is, oh. that, <laughs> is that the guy? That's the dude on Juan Williams? Oh, that this guy, yeah. Dude, this is crazy, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Juan Williams from the five? You sound like Geraldo Rivera. You sound like Maxine Waters. You sound like AOC. Okay, well. Again. Well, no, you don't sound. But but one is true and the other isn't. Like you don't sound. He does sound like Hannah. I'm like AOC. But well, thank you. I appreciate that. No, I'll let, give you that. Let compliment. me ask you this, Nick. Basically, what you're saying is anything that weakens the the American regime. The, dude, that feeling when Ethan Ralph is smarter than Sticks, man. That it's so evil and so oppressive and ruining dissidents' lives and keeping them from expressing themselves. Basically, anything that weakens them is a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. And th thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. It's not necessarily Chinese. China's awesome or whatever. It's that. It's not the, our number one enemy. Our number one enemy is not China. Our number one enemy is the U.S. regime. Our number one threat is the U.S. regime. And so geopolitics is a zero-sum game. As China rises, our number one enemy diminishes. It's not to say that China is favorable. It's to, and I, I joke about I say honorable Xi. It's a joke. But the regime is our number one threat. And China is a great power, can be stronger than the state. Rumble cannot be.
You know, unfortunately, alternative tech and, you know, Donald Trump and people like you and I, we just don't have the realistically don't have the resources to fight back against uh, Alphabet and Google and Amazon and the State Department and the federal government. But if Beijing rises relative to America, American power recedes. And, you know, it also does something for people in America where people see, you know, oh, the American regime isn't as powerful as it once was. It loses credibility. It loses legitimacy. All of this is good for us. Our goal is not necessarily to crash the system, but we want the regime to be delegitimized. We want them to be disempowered. And China is serving that goal. I don't, I'm not under no illusions that China is going to give me a trillion yuan and uh, they're going to build me a platform or something. But possibilities like that do open up. I don't think that's outside the question forever, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that that becomes, you know, with America, that's a 0% chance. At no point is Facebook going to do something to help me. But with China, they're not them. They're not our number one adversary. So, so yeah, Ethan, Ralph, that's the, that's the right way to say can it. I respond, can I respond briefly? To yes, that? go ahead. We'll get to some super yeah. chats here. The, the, the rise of China does not delegitimize the U.S. government in any interior sense uh, and will not actually help you in your cause. The way to delegitimize Beijing, Biden, or any other federal administration, which really tends to be the problem, is exactly what's happening now. Civic action on the local level and using state power. It's already happening. There's a free state project in New Hampshire for a reason. All you need are a handful of people within Congress and a few governors, and you can sue the federal government ad nauseum. Well, that's going to be more effective than, than eating beef chow mein. Well, uh, if we're not going to get to I'll just say briefly and listen. I'm, I'm still white-pilled in the sense that I think that we can have regime change in America, and, and I do still believe in the political process. But a rising tide of China is just something that's going to help us. That's all. I don't because I'm, I'm not saying 100 percent. I mean, I'm, I'm not optimistic 100 percent. I mean, I think that we've had a better shot now than we did five years ago. I still believe in doing the kinds of things like you're talking about using all tech. I do it. And, um, you know, free state projects and electing people. I, I still believe in the process. But, you know, you have to look at who's promoting this anti-China stuff. It's the State Department, it's the neocons, it's the U.S. regime, it's the big tech companies. They're all pushing this anti-China line, and it's, it's I similar. am too. It's yeah, it's it's anti-China, something like scapegoating. Um, and it's diverting people's attention from the real threat. You have like Fox News telling baby boomers like the Chai Coms, the Chai Coms, it's like the Chai Coms aren't throwing the Capitol rioters in jail. The Chai Coms can ban you from, from all the big tech platforms. We just need a sense of perspective. I'm not worried about China. I'm worried well, about America. I mean, but neither are elements within the US government, especially at the state level. A large proportion of states are absolutely against what's happening at the federal level. You don't need China to rise up in order to reform our system. That's the wonder, the, the one wonderful thing about the U.S. system. I'm not talking about Christian City on a Hill, Ave Columbia, any of this other hyperbolic nonsense. The one really great thing is you can change that system. It's not easy, but it's possible. In many countries in the world, you're going to be staring down the barrel of a gun if you try. There are excesses and abuses within the U.S. system. The January 6th protesters should all be released. They should be apologized to. They won't be. But in our system, the U.S. Marshal just went in in the middle of the night looked at the prisons and said, oh, these conditions, uh, actually, they're not adequate, so a bunch of these people have to be moved. Imagine that happening in a gulag in China. We still have hope, and you just admitted to it. There's new tech. There are all of these other ways to fight back, speak out, get civically involved. That's what we need to do. We don't need anything akin to a Chinese system, and the rise of China will oh, help us. I, I how realize many times is he going to say, dude, it's just, I don't know, man. It's so hard to figure it out. Like, this is, I just... That's why at the end, of, you know, I've talked about the uh, 
evil, lying, retarded, trifecta or the Venn diagram. I always get that wrong. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. My, my point is that it doesn't matter as much as this is Coomer brain. It, it's, like, it's like a person's behavior, belief system, and lifestyle almost matter more. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of a false comparison because they both feed into each other, but a person's behavior, ideology, and lifestyle are going to determine the outcome, and that outcome, you won't be able to distinguish between evil, lying, and retarded. That's my point. It's just this outcome, and then you were like reverse engineer, like AOC is another example. I don't know what she's more of, but it's not as important because you're just trying to, you know, figure out a person's motivation, but look what they're like. It, it, you know, we have the, how they behave, like their whole worldview, you know, also how they behave. And then there's the evil, lying, retarded Venn diagram. And then there's you know, what they're doing in this world. And you can almost skip the, the, the motivation, ske- motivation step. I'm not articulating as good as I could, but, you know, that is not as important as what their worldview is and the way they're behaving. Is that you're, you're backing off from the idea that the Chinese system has merit. I'm not, well, I mean, you seem to. I didn't say well, that from the beginning. I said that I said the Chinese system is more severe yeah. and not desirable. Yeah, but, 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 they, but they censor, but they censor the people that you would want to censor too. So somehow that's that's great. I didn't say that. I said that. Yes, said you that did. You, no, I said that if you look at the two systems, which would you prefer? And I didn't. That's not to say that there's only these two systems. I said I said China's more severe, not desirable. I said, but for what it's worth, they don't censor yeah. people for criticizing trans. Let, let me and, let uh, me BLM. ask this then: If you were ethnically Chinese, would you move to China? Yeah, I would, I would move to China now, but I'm on a no-fly list. So it's yeah. no longer America first. Well, I mean, you can always, well, you can use a ship. I fear for my life. I fear for my life here. At any moment, the FBI could break down my door or assassinate That can happen to any of us. That. It's just sort of something that happens when you're a content creator. Not when you're not a threat to the system, Sticks. Yeah. Okay. There's like, I mean, look, anything's possible, I guess. But when you're not a threat to the system, there's not a real threat of, of, uh, the FBI busting down your door. Well, China, a long time it's ago. like Vladimir Lenin fled Russia and came back when the revolution happened. It's like, or, that's or it's how like modern day China. <laughs> we have to be thinking, we have to be thinking about hard power. And you know, so it's like, China, it's very China's, easy to say. China's, enti- China's entire economy is based on Western degeneracy insofar as selling cheap shit to uh, yeah. materialistic uh, consumers. I'll so they're not going to, they're not going to Beijing. But yeah, the, the point is like, you know, it's all fine and well to say we've got hope and there's a process here, but that is becoming less and less true every day. There's a process like, yeah, people have tried to sue big tech. It doesn't work. And you want to know why? It's because and this is where the naivete comes in. It's like all the all the judges, all the lawyers, the whole system, all these people who make the big decisions, they all went to the same schools. You know, they all went to Yale, Harvard, MIT. They all know each other. They all work together. They're they're all in on it. And so the idea that it's like, well, we're going to win this race for governor and we're going to sue the media. It's like it's like arguable if that was ever really the case. But certainly that was more the case before than it is now. And it's not the case with each passing day. People try to sue. People try to sue, for example, against the vaccine mandates in Maine. There's no religious exemption for the vaccine mandates. And all these nurses sued and the Supreme Court wouldn't give them emergency relief. It's like that's textbook First Amendment in Indiana University. They sued about the vax mandate. Supreme Court did nothing last year. This was a cut and dry constitutional issue. Pennsylvania state Supreme Court changed election law, which is not their jurisdiction, and the Supreme Court did nothing about it. The whole election was rigged. They did nothing about it. So, like, this idea that 
well, we have this system and yeah, it's not perfect, but hey, it's better than what they have. It's like, it's very naive because I don't think we're getting actually effective redress well, but, through but these it's actually true. But it's actually true because defortification is taking place and people have taken those cases and escalated them beyond local jurisdiction. Yeah, and, but, but, you know, but again, again, this isn't, I guess this isn't even apparently a debate about the merits of the U.S. system. Uh, this is about the role of dissidents and whether a U.S. or Chinese system would be better. Well, we can see what, what happens to dissidents in China. Why do you keep pivoting away? I mean, like the fundamental reality that I'm talking about here is it, really it's about the bankruptcy of our process. And it's about recognizing the, the real grave threat of the American regime. You know, when people call me a Chinese shill, I don't care. And you want to know why? It's because nobody in America should be more worried about China than they are about the U.S. regime. That's the point. I would, oh, much, I rather, agree with that. I would much rather come across as a Chinese shill. Than, yes, yes. I'm very worried about the U.S. regime being more and more like China. That's the whole uh, point. Uh, being more and more authoritarian, censorious, and centralized. See, the thing That's is, the whole, you're making, again, you're making my point for me. You sound like the State Department. I would rather sound like Beijing than the fucking State Department. I'd rather sound like China and Why? Huawei and Xinhua and whatever. So you'd, rather sound like their, so you'd rather sound like their State Department. That's much yes. better. Yes, because, <laughs> yes, because our State Department is okay. far worse far more evil and far more oh, it is? To, to me and to our people in America. Yes, that's that's the premise that I started. The so, whole if thing you're, out so if you but here's here's the thing in Bizarro World, there's a Nick Fuentes who's Chinese who's saying this on a live stream. And instead of being on a live stream, being left alone, they get taken to a gulag by positively comparing the enemy State Department to the domestic one. Yeah, that's that's See, fantastic. We, I can say the State Department. I can say the State Department of the United States is full of idiots. Nobody's going to do anything about it. But if you're Chinese in Bizarro World, you can't do that. What do you really? But but what you're Again, saying back has to the China. Yes, nothing to do with what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree so with you. Funny. I agree with you. Uh, yes, we. This was the first five minutes of the debate. I said yes. The Chinese are more censorious. They are more severe in their enforcement. More authoritarian. That is completely besides the point. The point is that our, their more censorious, more severe system applies to their jurisdiction over there across the Pacific. Our regime is a bigger threat to us and a bigger threat to the world than their state and department. Yes, any domestic regime is going to be a bigger threat to you because it has legal capabilities. But converting that regime doesn't take those legal capabilities away and favoring the other guy and having them gain more power doesn't reduce the ability of that domestic regime to abuse you. The United States government doesn't magically lose a proportion of its legal powers over your and my life because Beijing has more money. That's yes, not the does. way that it works. No, it does, it does not. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. No. Here's why. Here's no, why. It doesn't. Here, you want to know how? That's because insane. Let's take the example of Edward Snowden. Edward Snowden's an NSA whistleblower. He goes out, and by the way, you say, oh, they're not going to. Edward Snowden leaked like illegal things the NSA was doing. James Clapper lied under sworn oath to Congress. Edward Snowden, patriot, leaked what's going on to the American people. They have plans to kill him, hunt him down, torture him. The only place that he is safe is in Russia. Why? Why is Edward Snowden safe in Russia? Because Russia, America can't send the CIA glow N-words. This is nice. Uh, this is why uh, Russia is better than China, by the way, because there's really not any examples of, uh, you know, them welcoming. So 
of course, Russia does more, is better for dissidents here than China, but it's kind of the same thing where China cares about China. To Russia to kill him. Russia gave him political asylum. And now you could argue, yeah, the CIA could probably put a spy in there and kill him. It would cause a big diplomatic row. But the point is, the only place that Edward Snowden could go, he had a sneak out, he had a manager, like U.S. extradition, he was in Hong Kong. The only place that he was safe was Russia. Or the American government would kill him. What about Julian Assange? Julian Assange is in the basement of the what the Ecuadorian embassy for years. Now he's being tortured on an airplane. He, he got brought back to America where they're going to sentence him. I mean, like that, that is why America losing global hegemony is a good thing for dissidents. This isn't complicated. The less of the world that America controls, the better, as long as you recognize that the American regime is not us. It's this evil group of people that want to exterminate us and end our way of life. Well, in I mean, Moose, he went through, uh, I think it was through ta- Taiwan. It wasn't China. It was either uh, Hong Kong or Taiwan. Not that that really, I mean, it does matter because they, you know, are not the same thing totally, you know. I do believe I think they both should be part of China, but uh, no, but it was it was through one of those other ones. No, it's just like it's just like a Russian dissident who whistleblows would maybe flee to the United States. Exactly. Yeah. So what's the difference? There is so what's no the difference? difference? So, so 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 yeah, it's arbitrary. So uh, no, what would the difference be? Well, no, it's also arbitrary what you're saying is what my point is. Um, so if China becomes more expansionist, more America, wealthy, so particular. but Snowden, Snowden was already capable of traveling to China to seek refuge there and then to Russia at its current power level, why do you need China to be more imperialistic then? Because People we, want, have, of we want the safe refuge to be bigger and we want, we want America to it's be It's not smaller. a safe refuge. It, Snowden, Snowden now has to deal with Russian law. He can't criticize Putin. He can't whistleblow in Russia. He can't whistleblow in Russia, can he? He goes to China. Can he speak out against the Chinese I'm in pain. government while he's there, even Absolutely. while they're sheltering him? No. Yeah, but that's the whole point, though. So is it's that- the same fucking problem. The same. This is why we need more liberty in the world. We uh, need to- oh. It's almost like that Joe Rogan where he's like, what's the, where's the, what's the ultimate answer? And he's like, uh, and he's like, just hug each other and take DMT. We need to get past this. Uh, this vomit. 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 <laughs> we need, we need more breaking more. breaking down and nervous laughter will not help. Come you. on now, it's not nervous. You're bringing laughter. a knife to a sword fight. Okay, it's just laughable. The idea that Edward Snowden is equally in jeopardy in Russia because ostensibly he can't say negative things about Putin when the American well, government is hunting him no, because he because leaks something about our NSA in America. I mean that vindicates my whole point, though. That's the whole point is that. Edward Snowden is American, speaking out against the American system for the benefit of the American people, hunted by the American regime, and now he has safety and refuge in Russia. Yes, you're right. Russia is not a free country. There is no freedom. We live in the real world, okay? The libertarian fantasy is not going to happen. Yeah, true. It was Hong Kong before the handover, yeah. But at least Edward Snowden is safe there because that is a corner of the globe that American global hegemony does not have total control over. It could if the money was right. In so far as American dissidents, all he has is he, he is Coomer brain, and it's like a thirteen-year-old that that jerks off eight hours. He just thinks that he's gonna get just in there. Yes, he does. Da, 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 just these quick whatever. Just want to speak out against the American government and not fear reprisal, yeah, have a safe refuge, yeah. potentially have alternatives. It is better for rival powers to rise up and eat up more of the market share and to diminish American global hegemony. That's the point. You could say, oh, yeah, uh, it's, you know, Russian dissidents are supported by America, American dissidents are supported by Russia. Yeah, that's the point. But we are American. 
we are American dissidents hunted by the American regime. So the Chinese regime or the Russian regime or the Hungarian or, or Syrian or whatever, you know, these, these rogue states, insofar as they are not trying to kill us like the American government is, they're not pursuing us with the vengeance because we're not dissenting against the US government. government's trying to kill you, It's Nick. good that they're... Okay. It's good that they're diminishing American hegemony and rising relatively to America. That's just the point. And you, you keep coming back with these just like, I don't even know, diversions. I don't, don't even know if you're hearing what I'm saying or if you're understanding it or willfully naive. And then these just like half-baked drive-by sardonic rebuttals about, well, now we can't criticize Putin. It's like so fucking what? State Department's trying to kill him because he revealed that the NSA is spying so, on everybody. So then, so then it would be good if the U.S. gained more power because then Russian dissidents could flee to the U.S. and they'd have a greater safe passage, right? But the Russian regime is not the number one threat to the world and to the American people. The American oh, regime. Oh, there you go. So, so the U.S. government is also the greatest threat to the world. Yes, I said that earlier. Fine. They're the number one threat to humanity. Why? Because of what they're promoting in the world. When we go and do the Chinese are, are, are promoting the leftoidism. Again, really? watch really? Xinhua News. Watch oh their official gosh, state. Watch their official state media mouthpiece, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Maybe it'll red pill you. In China, they ban effeminate men from Man. being on TV. Yeah, but they promote. Dude, sticks is so blue pill, dude. Oh, they raise the, the gay pride flag, and you. Yes, but they promote them in the West. Nah, so they're a big, they're a bigger no. danger to, to no. U.S. citizens and some. Let's be frank. Thanks for the tip, bud. He says, "Here's a small tip, and it's 25 library. I don't even know what that is." Was that 25 cents? They're a bigger Thank danger you, than America. Okay. All right. Now you this, just lost a lot, man. This has been an epic fucking debate. I have to say, yeah. I, I didn't have. I got to use much. the bathroom at some point, Ralph. This is a raping dude. Uh, oh, I can't. That's too much that's, longer. Okay, that's cool. Let me read these super chats though, because people were very generous. I want to get those in. Uh, I like I said, I didn't want to interrupt too much because uh, it was just too epic. Uh, Colin Stevens says, "Ralph, dude, this is, he's just like bending his ass over." clip of the sticks versus Spencer debate was featured in Mark Dice's video today. I saw that. Shout out to Mark Dice. Thank you, sir. Uh, Tall Kevin eighty seven says Chinese aren't getting PayPal accounts suspended and fired from their jobs. It is Jewish groups and those who do not talk of this yep. are complicit. Rat face man fears J naming because this is a. <laughs> Rat face man fears J name. Biff to him, he said. Uh, K Max <laughs> McDonald says, for both, it's obvious China. For, this is for both, he said. It is. Is it obvious China's government does does not hate the Han Chinese people? America's government hates the historic American people. Could you imagine China allowing a minority to hate the majority? Any anybody want to answer? Take that or? Yeah, I mean that's the whole point. Is. Uh, you know, in China, they have minorities, but the minorities are not uh, glorified. There's no, you know, Uyghur lives matter, or, you know, uh, <laughs> Turkestan lives matter, Mongolian. You know, that that's exactly the point. And um, it's not to say that, you know, again, we should have the Chinese system, but it, it has to be said. It has to be said that, you know, the Chinese attitude about their their 21st century and ours is totally different. And I, my money's on China, you know. Is it a system that's more has more cruelty and less freedom? Absolutely. But who's going to inherit the 21st century? Them or us with the affirmative action and the feminism and the diversity hires? And Moose, thank you for the dime and really appreciate it. Hey, it's your chance to have your, your thoughts read on air, Moose. You, you give me a di diamond, but no message. Curious. All this bullshit. I think it's China. I would, I would totally put my money over 100 years, long-term investment on China. I'll, I'll put my investment on the U.S. I think over the next decade or two, the U.S. is pivoting back in the other direction, and the Chinese, as they gain more economic clout, actually will become more globalistic and multicultural. I think they're going to have exactly the same goddamn problem. Tall Kevin 87 says... No way. It's, yeah, I would put, uh, you know... I would take some odds on that for sure, dude. China is... 
That's why it's not a not the the political system is not as important as sense of identity and resolve, many, many things, and more importantly, having being trying to follow God's law. Dix, why won't you use the word anti-whiteism? The effects of what you call leftoid politics all have the all have the consequences of victimizing white people as their goal. Why don't yeah. you want to stop? Anti- yeah, yeah, I know, Moose. I'm just saying that that that's the joke I like making when people make it give a donation. I appreciate it. Another one from Frank. He says, "I am the one true Frank. Not 9 p.m. on Sundays, sir." Anti-whiteism. On 9 p.m. on Sundays, there is no, there's no let's be Frank. There's gringo Frank. There's discount bargain bin Frank, and that's me. Well, I literally have a video about the anti-white racism of MSNBC that I made this morning, so I don't know what this uh, commenter is talking about. Go ahead and look it up. All right, fair enough. Good uh, plug there as well. Winston Sushimori says, although the U.S. establishment is in name and rhetoric against China, don't they submit to the PRC the way they act and vote? I mean, General Milley gave the weirdo general. General Milley gave <laughs> the Chinese information in advance about U.S. military data and intel, and he's still in the U.S. military. Yeah, General Milley said that because he thought that America was going to launch like a nuclear strike against China. And so far, (laughs) Milley's against nuclear war. Um, He did that. But, you know, if you look at the posture of any any elements of the national security apparatus, if they weren't before, they are now all anti-China. I'm so hungry, by the way. Atlanta Council, State Department, CIA, uh, the Biden administration, the DOD, all of it. And, you know, I just... I just said it, Dilly Stormer covered this last week for the first time ever was the DOD secretary and one other U.S. official for the first time said we're willing to go to war to protect Taiwan. And um, even the big tech companies have had a change in attitude about um, doing these big contracts with the federal government for like so-called patriotic reasons. In other words, to shore up the American regime. So you look at the competition uh, that's happening in the South China Sea and the, the, the sponsorship of the people in Hong Kong, the protesters and this propaganda about the Uyghur Muslims. And you look at the competition between Huawei 5G and American 5G and big tech. And it's like, it's cl- people say, oh, they're in bed with each other. Yeah, there's espionage and there's there's corruption on both sides. But it's clear that these two these two institutions are opposed. Beijing and D.C. are opposed. You want to weigh in on that a little bit, Sticks? I think the D.C. and Beijing are tied at the hip through investments. All the politicians in Beijing and all the politicians in D.C. have investments in one another's countries, etc., and in third-party nations through slush funds. We've known that China's been funding aspects of the leftoid movement since the 1990s or at least the 1980s in the u.s as soon as the u.s dude it's at the point where the um the centrist thing like makes me sick to my stomach man these centrist cliches the left and it's it doesn't make the left not you know it you know you guys know what i'm saying it's it's both a truth claim and uh and just an, an aesthetic it's just, dude, this is like listening to Sean Hannity. It's opened up to the uh, Eastern Bloc to try to draw them in through trade. There was backlash, and unfortunately, we ended up getting uh, infected. Oh, yeah, big announcement. Uh, might be wrong. Kind of spilled the beans a little bit, which is weird. I was going to announce this tomorrow, but I will be taking donations only in yen from now on. So please com- convert all your currency to uh, the proper China currency. So, uh, I'm, I, dude, they offered me an exclusive deal. What can I say? By communism. All right, now let's see here. 
uh, Petal. I'm just going to say Petal because I'll mess up the rest of it. Patelka, maybe? Uh, thank you for the super chat. She says, Sticks, for someone so anti-China, I'd expect your merch mugs would be made in the US of A and not the PRC, and they are made in China, she says. Um, that, they, they raw. That's. I mean, look. Okay, look. By the way, we talked earlier about these little one-liners that are not owning him at all. That's a funny super chat. That's why you can always. There's there's an exception to every rule, and being funny covers a lot of a lot of stuff. But that was funny. Yeah, I mean, for he, for all the one-liners sticks had that super chat. Was that was what you need to do with with the, the TikTok or whatever? He's like, he has mugs made in China, dude. That is hilarious. We're prior, and I was not aware of that. I've already talked to the merch manufacturers, and we have actually changed that. They're oh, made well. in the United States. Cool. Actually, yeah, in preparation for this debate, they weren't made in China to begin with. They were screened in China. Uh, that has changed now. Now hilarious. they're made in uh, Maryland. Actually. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter anymore because the that's what rhetoric is. That's what cool is cool about rhetoric. Um, you know, because just like uh, Trump, where, you know, Hillary, Hillary Clinton said a whole bunch of shit in that one debate. But what people remember is because he'd be in jail or, you know, people said all Megyn Kelly said all kinds of shit. You know, you, and, you know, Trump did call women pigs. But what you remember is only Rosie O'Donnell. You know, that's what that's what rhetoric is really good for. Believe. OK. Uh, K. Max McDonald says, why do you think in China diversity is never brought up as a strength or a necessity, yet in America it is? What is the difference between the two countries? They know themselves. Because China's more ethnically homogenous at the moment. But again, when, uh, when duty calls and it becomes uh, lucrative for the Bruh. CCP's officials, you can look for their official party line to change towards, oh, we need to be more tolerant and accepting because we want to branch out further. They want more money. It's the same as in Western political circles, except that they're less honest about the fact that that's what drives them. I'm going to use the bathroom really quickly, though, Ralph. I mean, uh, Nick can weigh in if he wants. I got to go jerk one off. It'll only take a minute. Yeah. well, the reason why is what because, well, it's that not stupid. Smi- he does look like a rat. Just that China's that more stupid, smart, more homogeneous. He thinks it's he's that so China smart. It has a much stronger self-conception and identity than America. You know, China's been around for thousands and thousands of years, and their conception of self is very different from America. You know, it's interesting when you compare the Muslim world to China to America. We all have a very different conception of sovereignty, and it's a mistake to project our conception of sovereignty and specifically, you know, national sovereignty and identity on other countries, China views themselves as the center of the world. They view the whole world as revolving around China. Their religion is China. Like, China is their their overriding conviction. They don't think that China had a beginning. They think that China's just always been there. Um, and so it's, it's not, they are more homogeneous, but they have big ethnic minorities. You know, they've got arguably four peripheral countries within, within their borders. They've got Tibet, they've got the Uyghurs, they've got the Mongolians, and they've got uh, the Manchurians. So they have, and they have more minorities than that too. They've got diversity, but they've got a much stronger conception of self than we do. In America, you know, we're a relatively new nation, a so-called immigrant nation, even if you, you know, if you look at European immigration at the turn of the century. And, you know, we also have this uh, parasitic foreign elite, which, uh, you know, a lot of them are Jewish. That's a big component of it, you know, critical theory and, uh, you know, the sort of, Jewish worldview. I mean, that's a big part of it that, you know, and this is what rabbis and others have argued. Brett Stevens did a debate with a rabbi years ago, and they said, why is Trump bad for the Jews? Because he's hostile to liberal internationalism, which is good for the Jewish people. So, um, you know, you can't you can't really have a discussion about how this uh, destruction of American identity has come about without talking about how, you know, there's been this big contingent of Jews in the elite. 
Man, I just did. Uh, I just was reminded of the Yellow River and then of Xi Jinping, actually, when I was in the bathroom. Uh, what I would say is with, with critical race theory, I only caught the end of that. Uh, you do realize, again, it has been openly promoted by China's official state media. Bro, this guy is no older than 17 in his behavior. No older. Yeah, yeah too weak They are America. promoting. Yeah, they, well, yeah, exactly. And then you seem to be in favor. By the way, <laughs> this next super chat actually deals with that. Kansas Zoomer says, in China, TikTok bans things that undermine the Chinese identity. In USA, they promote things that undermine our culture. TikTok promotes, uh, TikTok promotes LGBT stuff in the USA. In China, they ban people for posting LGBT yeah. stuff. This isn't hard to comprehend. Uh, Wolfpup says, how does Nick and Sticks feel about the Chinese government putting political prisoners in psychiatric wards and erasing their minds with pharmaceutical torture and then denying it. Look, look, who's the source on this shit? For investigation to the international watchdogs. America does this too, but at least they let the dogs snoop around. I, I don't know that that's uh, not a bit hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, that, sounds, that, sounds like, that sounds sort of like what people said uh, about the U.S. back in the 50s with MKUltra or something. <laughs> hey, I just read them. Uh, you, got any, you guys got any thoughts on that? At least America lets the U.N. <laughs> sniff around their mind control experiment. MK Ultra's real. No, in the U.S. <laughs> in the U.S. Well, what what is he talking about? With I mean, wh I would like to see what he means. In the U.S., they have to share some of those drugs with the CIA. Uh, there you go. Yeah. K Max McDonald says for both of you disagree. <laughs> Frank, on, Frank says he totally did not wash his hands. LOL. On Israel's influence on the U.S. versus China's, I remember Stick saying once China has a worse influence on the U.S. than Israel does. Yeah, That's well, true. China definitely China definitely has a lot more investment capabilities. So. That's also true. Yeah, but I agree. Israel's more uh, influential. All right. No, I no, I think China's more influential. Oh. Look at just look oh. at Nike. I think oh. they won't let me Bro. put Winnie the Pooh on my just basketball. Hannity point after Hannity point. Just look at Nike. Virtually <laughs> every virtu virtually every large industry in the U.S. has major ties to China. Only a few of them have them to Israel. Yeah, that 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 comment from Frank was funny. There's there's more. It's it's more the the, the fiscal pressure is more China. The more unofficial social pressures Israel because of all the fundamentalists in the United States. I guess like yeah, Protestant well, evangelicals mainly. Well, yeah, and because there's a lot of uh, Jews in the media and in government, and, um, you know, I think the Jews just wield their power more effectively because they blend in better. You know, they look white. They're, they're very skilled, yeah. They don't wear yarmulkes. Um, they're, they're, they change their names. They're embedded in society. Uh, so that, that's, a, you know, and they're, they're just uh, maybe a little bit more, I don't know, cunning, but, uh, but certainly they wield power more effectively because China's richer, China's bigger, but, yeah, Israel seems to know what's up. All right, no. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Kerber Remover says, why wouldn't China fund woke politics in the West? Yeah, it's destroying the West's power and ability to function. How's the Muslim swarm going in Amsterdam, Sticks? Uh, well, I'm not in Amsterdam at this point, but I don't see any swarm or anything like that. I thought Amsterdam was lovely myself. Grim Remover says, take a look at ABB's position on Taiwan. They're a major multinational company owned by members of the Bilderberg Group, and they recognize Taiwan as part of China. America can't do shit to them. Uh, Winston Fujimori says, play devil's advocate. On August 14th, George Soros posted an, ar an article for the Wall Street Journal calling Xi Jinping a dictator and posturing for war with China. Could it be that Xi wants to be the George Soros of China? How? He, wait, how can... 
wait, how can he be more benevolent? Be any more benevolent, I guess. I don't really understand that question. What's the she wants well, to be well, George. Yeah, that, that's just an easy well, dictator. Well, George, I think that's a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, George, like, yeah. George Soros is like 100 fucking years old, so <laughs> he won't be kicking yeah. around for too much longer. He's like, you know, even older than Joe Biden. Uh, no, I think Xi Jinping doesn't remind me of Soros or anything like that. He's a statesman, a normalized one, and, and a lot of Americans think that the Chinese leadership, much like the DPRK's leadership, is insane or something. They're not insane. They're very, very good at business. Nothing but nothing but compliments for me as regards to China's strategic capabilities within the, the fiscal realm. I just don't think that their rise benefits dissidents within the West. By the way, shout out to Winston, because it was him who got this debate going, actually, by uh, proposing it and asking these two guys. So I didn't understand that question, really, but good idea on the debate. Tall Kevin 87 says, Benai Brith Biden, look at how many members of his cabinet have dual U.S.-Israeli citizenship. I don't see any with dual Chinese citizenship. Uh, Gates keeping sticks is afraid to lose shekels. By name, well, you know what he's saying. Uh, any thoughts about that? <laughs> yeah, no. And most of my income comes from books and has nothing to do with my political views, so I'm completely independent. K. Max McDonald says, do you, "Do you guys disagree on what funds the woke stuff and censorship?" I wish, sort- I wish Sticks would quit. <laughs> I wish Sticks just wasn't in this the sphere at all. He's not contributing anything. Just, just write and do your garden, bro. Across the ADL, John Greenblatt, or I is it? I would love it if Sticks quit. China, you both might disagree on the source of the woke stuff. What is the source of the of the wokeness? It's all of the above. Um, yeah, I think it's predominantly, though, American institutions. I mean, I, I will, I think it's, I would, of it's course, liberalism. course, agree that, uh, you know, China, insofar as it undermines America, will support these things. And it's true. And I, much to my chagrin, uh, you look at the Chinese foreign ministry, they run social media accounts and they support BLM and things like that. And that's, you know, again, insofar as it's destabilizing America. Uh, but that being said, we know that the people that are pursuing that with a vengeance, the people prosecuting that, the people, uh, you know, it's all coming from, like you said, the ADL, Greenblatt. It's coming from the uh, academic institutions. It's coming from the think tanks. It's coming from MSM, which is all American, which is, well, yeah, a lot of the Jewish, but, but it's all American-based. The Jewish so, thing is so important to talk about. American-based operation. So, you know, to conflate, like, Chinese propaganda with, like, <clears throat> this American campaign to like destroy itself. I think it's uh, it's just apples and oranges. Right. Well, then when they'd be fighting on the same side as you, since you want to denigrate U.S. power as well. So uh, I want to denigrate. denigrate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's we're okay. We're we're an hour and forty three minutes into this debate, and St- sticks is still for some reason is not or will not or cannot recognize what what the distinction that. Nick Fuentes said in the first 10 minutes, you know, the, oh, since you want to diminish America, yeah, like, you know, you want the Chinese to say we're an hour and 40 minutes. I guess we're an hour and a half after Nick's opening statement. Be supporting Israel. <laughs> I want to denigrate the power of the American regime. You know, I don't I don't see because yeah. people say like, oh, Nick's a traitor. You say I'm not America first. It's like I'm not the State Department first. I'm America first. So. Uh, China being more powerful than the American regime presents opportunities for American dissidents. Um, but uh, the American presents, people, yes, the opportunity to be miserable and destroyed. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the American people being uh, destroyed, I do not support. Winston Fujimori says, can there be a poll after the debate? Yes, I will put one on Twitter. He said, Twitter's on fire with both sides weighing in. Also, question for Nick. Hypothetically, would he look the other way if China... I'm about to just find every person that weighed in for sticks and block them. And invaded Twitter. America. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess it would depend. I mean, honestly, <laughs> what was the question? Sorry, let me let me back that up. I was spacing out there. 
Um, the, the American people being uh, destroyed, I do not support. Winston Fujimori says, can there be a poll after the debate? Yes, I will put one on Twitter. He said, Twitter's on fire with both sides weighing in. Also, question for Nick, hypothetically, would he look the other way if China invaded America? Brah, I've said this about right, Dude, that's not a bad question, man. Um, I don't know. I guess it would depend. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> that's a good, that's an honest answer. <laughs> it would depend. Are they going to invade on our side? This no, they're dating on China's. They're well, they're on. No, their, he's talking about the physical side, their own side, and always will be. So this is this is not unheard of, you know. I think he's talking about on the East Coast first. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you know, you brought up the American Revolution. Would the American Revolution? Yeah, I'm wrong. Succeeded without the support of France. I don't Possibly, know. but we don't have a time machine. That, but that's the point. But okay, Mr. Tuberculosis Man. This guy is retarded. You know, uh, the American Patriots. I want him to just quit the sphere, dude. Teamed up with the French to take down the British. Would you call them traitors? Would you say they're France? Delete your account, Sticks. First, or would you say that, you know, it's just about institutions. This is power politics. It's not. It's not. Well, the the French weren't looking for a slice of the colonial pie because they already had theirs. So no, they they already had theirs. It's the Louisiana territory. Of the continental pie and the colonial pie. I mean, they already had a slice. France had self-interest in mind. They did not intervene for purely ideological reasons. The idea that, I mean, sure, it's not. And also Nick's ability to handle them is hilarious. You're you're trying, well, see, now you're trying to to conflate 1700s era French enlightenment with Chinese commies. Well, I'm trying to say that the power politics is the same. It doesn't matter what continent they're on or what they believe or what year it is. It's power Power to the people. That's what we need. No, we need power to God. Power to Jesus. Well, you won't find it. You won't find him in China. That's for sure. That's true. That's true. But you're not going to find him at the State Department or Fox News <laughs> either. Galfolk Man says no chance. Sticks. Yo, by the way, Chinese Christians. I mean, uh, I mean, they're kind of based, dude. They get they get persecuted all the time. So yeah, I think you'll find more more good Christians in the in in China than you will in the in the regime. Can you name a single point that Sticks has made that's good? Well, yeah, in that, you know, well, his straw and like, had Nick said some of the things that he's straw manning, then yes. I mean, I uh, also, yeah, the, the, the Chinese system is not good. You know, we don't desire the Chinese system. So that's, that's a good point. Comes to Cozy.TV after disparaging it like this, uncalled for, Cozy TV has better look and feel than Rumble and BitChute. Nah, I just come on, Cozy. You're removing the straw man. I'm not really, man. Not, not really. He, yeah, he's worse than an NPC. Yeah, I didn't disparage Cozy. Winston Fujimori says, "Well, glad to clarify." Winston Fujimori says, "U.S. Representative Eric Swalwell had an affair with a Chinese spy. He didn't get removed from Congress. It's not even talked about on mainstream media. Doesn't this point to Chinese subversion already here?" Yeah, he was bang bang fang fang. It was talked about in the media, though. That was yeah, talked about in the media. Yeah, I did read a little bit about that. People always say that. They're like, nobody's talking about yeah, it. And it's like, yeah, that's also a huge cliche. Some stories where that's actually. And also the, the, the liberal media has gotten woke to that. So they do stick something in, you know, digitally down on the fold to, to you know, but they do. They do talk about this shit. That, it's that nothing happens. True. And then there's some stories yeah. where people just say that. They didn't see like, a lot about it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> right. still out it's there. Like, uh, I think that, uh, that was covered. And Republicans talk about it all the time. Does anybody talk about Jews? No. Who runs America? should. Well, we, we got to talk about Jews. We talk about Jews and, you know. When, when Mr. Threat to the yeah, system. Yeah, and I'm on the fucking no-fly list, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 I, but I'm not. 
I talk about uh, Israeli policy, etc. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Not I guess. the same, dude. This is not the same thing. The Jews are not the same. I mean, obviously they're linked, of course, but dude, talking about Jews in America is not, you know, the the what's it called? The dual loyalty uh, and the way that our policy is geared toward Israel is part of the JQ. But that's not the whole thing. This thing of the that Nick brought up earlier, like changing their names, trying to blend in, calling themselves white in some context, calling some, themselves Jewish in some context, shape shifting between it being a race and a religion. You could, you know, I don't know. I would have to think about this, but you almost don't even need to worry about the Israel thing as much as the JQ. Let's see. Maybe it's because I edited the uh, Sefer Yetzirah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, there you go. Maybe they're Let's, like, hey. It's my penance. Guy. <laughs> the most important thing about the JQ is defining Judaism. Yeah. yeah. With the says, I think a big difference in the point of view between Sticks and Nick's, Nick is that Sticks wants reformism where U.S. dissidents... I guess Jewry would be a better word because because if you say Judaism, they're like, oh, it's a religion. But I'm like, who? what is a Jew? Who is a Jew is one of the most important questions in the world. Rise up grassroots style, whereas Nick is more revolutionary in his approach. Uh, that's um, more of a comment. What would you say? To yeah, them? it's something like that. I mean... I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a revolutionary. I just want to see more disruption. That's all. I, I want to see something more disruptive because I feel like if the current political dynamic doesn't change on a fundamental level, there's no, there's no trajectory for victory. So I'm just in favor of disruption, chaos. I want things to be shaken up. And it's no guarantee that things will be better, but at least there's an opportunity that things could be better because the current dynamic does not favor us. So yeah, I, would, I would actually agree with Nick, but I would say that the way to potentially make things better is civic and domestic as opposed to relying upon a foreign power rising up to denigrate your own system because it wouldn't denigrate it anyway. Not in the domestic sense, not in the sense of censorship and, and things of that nature. It wouldn't have any uh, impact at all. But breaking up global hegemony necessarily shakes things up. By definition, it shakes things But China doesn't want to. Again, their own state media mouthpiece was praising the WTO literally earlier this morning. They don't want to undermine American hegemony with the Belt and Road Initiative because they said something about the WTO today? The Belt and Road has nothing to do with it. And that's just one example of many. It's like China. With U.S. shipping elsewhere. <sighs> of course the U.S. Navy controls the sea. And you don't think that China is trying to undermine American hegemony in the world? I think given 100 years, they might be able to float. What, the WTO, it's like that's not even American organization. Two or three aircraft carriers that don't sink the first time they're out of dry dock. Yeah, that's really I don't think that's going to I don't think that's going to erode U.S. If that's their goal, then they're not going to undermine it in the sense of trade. It's not a riddle. It's like America doesn't want their America. Like China wants to control the Senkaku Islands and the Spratly Islands and South China Sea. And they want to reorient global trade towards them. And they want to dominate 5G. And you think they don't want to undermine American hegemony? That's well, necessarily they a shake they, they, only, they only have one ocean frontage. So they're not going to be able to undermine U.S. naval hegemony. It's never okay, going to happen. Well, whether or not they can't do that is they can't besides the point that's geographic this is why this is why the soviet union failed they didn't have enough atlantic frontage in warm ports oh but we don't have a time machine how can you talk about the uh how can you talk about the soviet union when we don't have a time machine sticks well, they, they don't have any we're not even allowed to talk about history yeah yeah they don't have yeah they don't have a lot of frontage period it's, it's pure I, I hate to tell you this but, the, but betting on china is a bad idea partially just because of geography not well, even the soviet union was comparable to america in strength for a long part of the cold war so to say that you know there was a bipolar world order so to say oh that can't happen with china china has more frontage than the soviet union and the soviet union well, uh, in the this, 70s was more powerful than america 
America. The Soviets also had like four times the land area, so that tends to help. Well, in China has lots of minerals. Ten times the population, so there you go. <laughs> that doesn't help with resource extraction. Oh, well, it's manpower. We should we we should go on to other questions though. Otherwise, we'll go back and forth for the next 10 hours. It's, it's great. You know, right after I get done, I have to pack up this room and check out of this fucking hotel in like an hour. Tandrew says, Winston is a dumb, fat retard. Also, the American <laughs> regime has more power when they're unchallenged on the world stage. Simple. Uh, K-Max McDonald says the debate became this question. Does China's... Wait, I guess so, according to him. Does China's rise help American dissidents? Yes or no? If China becomes more powerful and America weaker, does this help or hurt Sticks and Fuentes? Well, we kind of covered that, I think, uh, a little bit. Uh, if anybody wants to weigh in real quick, though. On that again, uh, yeah, right. I think we covered. Yeah, that. I think we covered that pretty thoroughly. Destro over on Odyssey says, "Sticks as a fan of both the pulling a parlor by the American-based bottleneck of Amazon and AWS proves Nick's point. Nick's main point is that American is that the American regime being given less space to operate means there's more space for American-based dissidents to have resources that may not be touched by USA." Uh, the problem is that, that that is not going to work in the sense of China because they've. I mean, if you're talking about tech, they've got an intranet. So we're not even interacting with them technologically. They love to say that you can't know stuff and you can't extrapolate and you can't go into history while doing the exact same thing. This guy's worthless, dude. Maybe, this guy is a worthless intellectual. Maybe if it was some do other not, country, do maybe not the like sticks. India made a major rise. Why don't you bet on India? India's pretty cool. They've got lots of good curried foods and everything, and they don't use gutter oil. <laughs> That's true. I do. Uh, I do I'm, I'm, I'm all in for India. Shiva uh, 2024. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Shiva's good. I like Shiva. <laughs> Actually, I like him too because he's been on the kill stream. Eustace Demonic says, if China becomes equal to or surpasses the U.S. in terms of overall global power, what's to say that instead of weakening its control domestically, the U.S. would turn inward? They wouldn't just turn inward and become worse. I guess that would be for Nick. Very good point. Yeah, that's a good question. I would say that... Um, you know, as far as we're concerned, that doesn't really happen in other countries. You know, Russia and uh, China and Iran, they're not turning inwardly. You know, they're surrounded by a more powerful adversary and they're... They're turning inwardly. We're turning inwardly. We are not the same. They're all expanding outward. So I think that, um, you know, if the American regime is surrounded by China or if China is upsetting uh, the American regional hegemony specifically in the pacific i, I don't know that america is going to say okay we're going to take it out on the dissidents i don't necessarily think that's the case i think that it's going to spread american resources more thinly um it's going to take more uh market share from them more commerce from them you know imagine if america is no longer the global reserve currency you know and Amer imagine if the internet awesome. is bigger than just the american internet controlled by american companies and under the jurisdiction of american-led system well it like, already uh, is but you know that's not really so that's a good thing well, I, I, I mean I if you if you the, the the internet is way bigger than that it's just that the english-speaking portion of it tends to tilt towards the u.s and it's you know the anglosphere because it's in english well what if, you know, if you know if you know that American has nothing companies. well the united states has like 400 million people and most of these other countries with their own insular languages have a lot less have you seen the uh, hindi side of the internet at any point no it's I'm massive what I think that isn't the biggest YouTube channel still Hindi? I think wasn't it? Uh, oh yeah, once yeah, it surpassed yeah, PewDiePie. T series. -series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, remember uh, bitch lasagna? I remember that. Yeah, I used then, to. I used to cover that song. And it's not even uh, based in the uh, de facto English speaking yeah. world. I really oh, okay. the, 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 the language. The language wow, of commerce. Oh, the twenty. Can we just reminisce on the twenty nineteen Know Nothing Party streams, the music streams? I used to cover bitch lasagna. Wow, man. We gotta we gotta recapture that. I mean, I, I hope it'll happen this year. I'm working on 
making my streaming setup, you know, you know what better. But 2019, every each year of the Daily Ignoramus has kind of been an anomaly. Well, I mean, 2022 is going to be a little like uh, 20, uh, 2021. But yeah, the 2019, when I used to sit down to stream. Versus uh, English, but people there speak Hindi in daily. Your argument like, that the internet is an American dominated is that an Indian channel is the biggest one on YouTube? No, I'm just saying that's part of it. There are a lot of other, other than Bollywood is a huge thing too, actually, when you think of it. By the way, they've got some great movies. Hey, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go I was going to say the top five. Total homo, dude. I would never, ever want to chill with sticks. The biggest people. social media companies by uh, user base are all American, I believe, with one exception. I think it's, uh, it's Facebook, followed by YouTube, followed by, I think it's uh, WeChat, which is Chinese, right? I'm not even sure if that's it. I forget. Well, I, I know I, I used to know the top 10. Daily Motion is actually on the top 20 list, and that's French. And Mail.ru, which is Russian. I believe there is a Taiwanese site as well. I think only about half of the top 50 are still American. It used to be like 45 of them or something. Top five. You got Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram. And I think Facebook I think Facebook. Alphabet's wouldn't Alphabet be top? Alphabet's not a social media company. Well, so, okay, but I mean internet in general. Social media is not the whole internet. Alphabet owns Google. Google owns YouTube. YouTube's the second biggest by user base. And YouTube owns all of its users. <laughs> and the biggest the biggest companies in the world are American tech companies. I mean, Chinese ones are, are comparable, but the biggest ones are what? Amazon, Apple, Facebook. Well, the Chinese Amazon. companies would be bigger if they, if they didn't have an intranet. That's the other thing. You do, We couldn't do what we're doing in China because yeah. we wouldn't even be on the internet at large. Yeah, okay. Hey, Anderson, anyway. says, hey, Anderson says, didn't the founding fathers get support from France because they were rivals to the British and supporting dissidents against the empire was beneficial to them? They did. Yes. We talked about that just a minute ago. Chaos X, thank you as well. He also says, poo poo. Uh, Jen, with the big, <laughs> with the big uh, contribution. Thank you so much, Jen. Much appreciated for that. Good to see you. She says, Ethan. Also, kind of a telling moment right there. I mean, if you ever watch Nick's show, he's like constantly, people like pee pee poo poo. It's like he just kind of smiles and. <laughs> Sticks like he said. Who else Showing off again with his ability. To I mean, I think it's funny, but it's just like Nick hears it all the time, and it's just I can tell this rat-faced coomer over here. Bring together know? great guests for an in-depth, important discussion. Good dialogue on a Thursday morning. Knocked it out of the pu- knocked it out of the park, bud. Much respect. Chat wins. Thank you for that, Jen. Very kind of you to say. And there's a few more, just a couple more. Thank you guys for being cool and staying for all these. Uh, let's see. Winston says Israel gives a lot of support to China. In that they sub- I don't he messed that up the Belt and Road Initiative they sold U.S. military intel to China they have investments in Chinese coal uh, coal and oil isn't a fight against China a fight against Israeli cultural imperialism yeah no, no. absolutely it is Israel is controlling Beijing this is is quite clear <laughs> what Israel's control people say well China bought intel from israel so israel owns beijing this is a non sequitur and the, uh, the xi jinping is going to have like netanyahu there at any point cool <laughs> cool dude have, uh, jinping is going to go to the wailing wall cool. we already did that pretty sure i think he might have done that yeah uh yeah, but, i mean uh, you know we'll get the jewish thing really wrong but then why are all the neocons anti-china what they are all the all the Zionist Jewish name. Look at like Ezra Levant from Rebel Media. That guy's obsessed with China, hates China, and they're all talking about China's going to take over Afghanistan. Baba. Okay, so I mean the so so then all- so then if that one stated opinion on ideologies of such import, why aren't you a leftoid? Since all of the the Gang of Four uh, morons in the House, they all uh- Dude, the mainstream needs to be destroyed, man. 
it need, well, I need it either needs to be destroyed or we need to become it. But like this, it's a poisonous idea, intellectual cancer. It's anti-truth. It's anti-God. It's you know, it's anti-real human being, dude. And this is you know, one real human being destroying a fake ass. One, For Palestine. So you should be on there. You should be praising AOC donkey face. I do. I do praise Ilhan Omar for uh, saying yeah. awesome things about Israel. May Allah await. But that doesn't. Yeah, I mean. Get the people so that they may see the evil doings. How is it? Yeah, that was awesome. I support that. So here, I hope Pol- Allah does that. Polish American Groper says, in words, yeah, Snowden- I support that. You would, Stranded says you would need to get rid of the alphabet agencies to get rid of the mainstream. Yeah, of course. Hello, Nick. I definitely support that. Hey. Winston, Vakta, who's done extreme <laughs> research into China, says that China, unlike other Asian nations, are similar in human biodiversity to Jews. And is won't China become the new Israel? And, I'm not. Okay, you've covered that. All right, Jesus. Okay. Talk Kevin eighty seven says sticks. You say TikTok is Chinese because they made it. So in that sense, communism is Jewish because it was invented by various Jews. So now, will you call it Jewish communism? Not my chaikoms. Well, that's not an internet site, but yeah, I mean, people that were Jewish were involved in the development of communism. Absolutely. I've never denied that. Black Phillips says there's a small faction of dissident right-wing cope that stand the CCP in hopes of getting funding from China, sort sort of the opposite of how Wall Street funded the CCP and the Bolsheviks. Thoughts on this? Just a ridiculous pipe dream from nationalists or possibility? Um, you know, I don't think it's necessarily like a, a possibility anytime soon, but that's it's really it's just about how you think about it. I mean, I didn't come on the show and say, hey, China's going to help us out. I said, America hates us. America, the regime hates us. The regime will always hate us. If China has more market share, they don't hate us as much as the American regime does. So it's not. No, they hate you more. Okay. Because you're an American. SPLC, which is counting down the days of, you know, America, 60% white, 50% white. They, they, China has more of a personal hatred for me than the Jewish system. Yeah, I I think, I think that they do actually. Yeah, absolutely not. That's just not true. And, um, and that's I, really think they, I think they would put you up against the wall if they got the chance because it's one less competitor. American dissidents are the principal opponent of the American regime, not the Chinese regime. And the same way that the Chinese dissidents are the antagonist of the Chinese regime, not the American regime. So, you know, the point is like, it's not to say China's uh, awesome. It's like, well, they're not our number one adversary, which is our own government, which has jurisdiction over us. All right, now let's see. There was a couple more. Uh, Third Culture says, Nick's pragmatic argument has won me over more than Sticks's ideological one. Uh, thank you both, Nick and Sticks. Thanks for hosting, Ralph. Appreciate that, Third Culture. What, Very kind uh, what of ideology? There. Gortilla 37 says, Hey, Sticks, was there ever a straw man you constructed that you didn't slay? Uh, <laughs> Basement Wizard says, Sticks is... <laughs> not really tough. Well, let me see. Hold on. I think I got all the rest of those from Odyssey. Uh, K-Mac says... For Sticks, what does the U.S. have in its favor going forward, say, in the next 10 to 20 years? And then, Nick, how do you see our next 10 to 20 years? Uh, It has the ability to expand naval supremacy and the chance to reform its system from the ground up as opposed to the Chinese. This is the type of guy that gets hired by the homo regime, by the way. I don't know if you were covering this on on Tuesday, I believe, on the Daily Agramus. But you see this guy that just got hired or I guess got appointed by Biden to be in the um, Department of Energy. And he's like a dot, like a like a BDSM furry dude. I don't know. I'm sure you guys have seen this, 
But this is the you see how how Sticks is talking like oh if they move the battleships and then they this is the type of guy that gets hired by the regime just a total degenerate scumbag in his personal life and then it's like oh that has nothing to do with the with the job he's doing no it has everything to do with it like some the way someone is and what they choose to do is how someone works is also that but it's the same kind of just like this is a a perfect candidate to be hired by the homo regime system which is incapable of that flexibility it's only capable of central planning yeah yeah exactly like might be wrong says i was literally typing what ideological are like what what you know ideology is he representing here it's just it's just it's a dumpster fire you know, it, it's like how to take an ass whooping, I guess. is, But he's not even taking it good. I remember uh, this kind of interesting point. I just kind of popped into my head. I mean, two or three months ago, there was this lady named Josie in here, okay? Uh, and Katie Zed was talking to her about – everyone was, like, ganging up on Josie because she was, like, all caps and saying, like – it was also – we were watching another Fuentes debate. It was Fuentes – it was the Sydney – it was – you are here, Fuentes, and uh, by the end, I was like, Josie, what's the point you're making? Like, what are you saying? She's like, just defending myself. And that's all of Sticks, that his ideology is just defending himself. And then, you know, Josie would like was cool, and then she never came back. Like, you know, just... It's like, I'm defending myself. Specifically about yeah. U.S.-China relations? Well, I think it's just, what is China... Uh, let's see... Uh, what is that? How does Nick see chat tonight? Our next ten to twenty years going. I think he's just talking about maybe in the U.S. Generally. Yeah, just generally. Yeah. I don't know. I, a lot is going to change in the next five years, so I think it's highly unpredictable. I think that um, America's going to get worse in just about every way, unless we, uh, unless there's some big, big disruptive event. Um, you know, I think we got a lot of economic problems. Like, uh, you know, we just doubled the money supply a year ago. You think that's not going to have consequences for the next two decades? That's going to be a big deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, then obviously the changing demographics are going to be an issue. Might ensure one-party Democrat rule, further disposition, dispossession of white people. Um, and America is going to continue to lose prestige and power in the world in relative and absolute terms. Jay Rochester says, Kathy Jew is sending Nick her power. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Uh, let's see. Cowboy Band says, Stick said Nick created his own echo chamber and is not a threat to the system. That's not a shot at Cozy. Um, he's going back on that. I don't know. We don't have to get into that. It's yeah, a debate. Know. People talking shit. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Kara Tacos used to says, China number one, sticks three educated soon. Uh, <laughs> that's yes, hilarious. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. China number one, sticks three educated soon. I, I go to a chamber. <laughs> soon, soon. Uh, let's see. That's one funny. more. Winston, don't say anymore. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask anymore. This is the last one. To be fair, Vouch, fat gay retard, also said he worries about Chinese imperialism <laughs> in Afghanistan and the world. Sticks, how is your view of China different than Vouch? Well, I mean, uh, for one thing, uh, I'm not completely retarded, so uh, that would be one thing. Uh, uh, roll, roll the tape back, dude. Um, uh, uh, Vouch is like a broken clock in the sense that occasionally he says something that isn't completely moronic, and I guess that's one of the very few things that uh, he said that makes sense. Although I don't give a shit about China's influence in Afghanistan, I really don't care what happens there. I'm only interested in Chinese uh, influence over U.S. culture through uh, its various subversions. 
That's it. We're done with the Super Chats, which means we're almost done with the show, but I have to give these two epic gentlemen a chance to uh, weigh in a little bit more if they want to add a little bit more to what they said today and then promote their stuff, of course. Since Nick let, uh, let off, I'll let him lead off here as well and let Sticks get the, get the final word. Go ahead, Mr. Fuentes. Sure. Yeah, well, it's been a great debate. Thanks again, Ethan. Thanks again, Sticks. I thought it was a lot of fun, obviously. Respect Sticks. Love his content. Love his YouTube or his uh, Bitcher channel, I should say. Um, we love Ethan. Odyssey is going great. Um, for my closing statement, I would just say we have just got to get real about the threat of our own regime, you know, and I, I see almost anything else as a distraction, a diversion. And anytime um, that I feel like I'm repeating what the State Department is saying, I have to question myself. And, you know, for a long time, I was on board with the anti-China stuff and talking about they're this big threat and so on. Um, but you see who, who's saying that. You see that that's being parroted in the mainstream media, in our national security apparatus. And if they're saying that and you're saying that, there should be cause for concern. The American regime has shown its true colors this past 12 months. If it had it before, between the election fraud, the Capitol, the new war on terror, they've made it very apparent and unambiguous who the real threat is to the American people, to the American nation, really to the entire world. And uh, insofar as they are humiliated, embarrassed insofar as their power is receding, I think that's a good thing. And if uh, China is rising, if that's what's going to do it, um, then I think we have to be sober about uh, what it might take to change the fundamental dynamic and make it possible for there to be any kind of real real change, real regime change in America. So um, I guess I would say that my position is one of, I, I'm not rationalizing the system. I'm completely anti-system. I'm uh, in favor of disruption. And that's where, it's where my position on China comes from. I'm not, I don't want to be China. I don't, I don't think China's necessarily superior. I think that uh, the principles underlying their regime are probably more sound than ours for now, but um, I see them as basically a tool, and we have to be open to looking at create. We have to be creative and open to looking at you know, these kinds of possibilities and how changing dynamics in the world in unlikely ways may help us here domestically in America. So, uh, but thanks again, everybody. I thought it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Nick. That was awesome. Appreciate the kind words. Sticks, Hex, and Hammer. Go ahead, sir. Appreciate you coming on as well. Oh, you know what? We actually have breaking news here. Uh, we have a, you know, I guess this is not the full video. There's a longer version of the video. And before we play uh, Sticks's, uh, Sticks's closing statement here, it's actually Sticks submitted a musical uh, closing statement that's in the longer video. I don't know. It's like five minutes longer. So we're going to play that first before his closing statement. Okay. There you go. I used to use my brain before My prefrontal cortex been thrown out the door Cause every day I need to keep cool The first, the second, the third, the fifth I'm falling apart, no stopping this Clean my room and we 
dropping off is the only one Even when it's plastic cause I'm a cool man I know all the porn stars names there are burnt in my brain Because I'm a fucking stupid cool man I'm a cool I, I know that it's it just the, the enlarged, the triple sized right hand. It just makes it. And the achievement badges in the back. Oh, I'm a I'm a All right. So now uh, to back. To yes, back. I'll close up by saying yes. Thank you, uh, Ralph, for hosting us. And thank you, Nick, for being the debate partner here. Um, I did have a lot of fun, a little bit of fireworks, get everyone going. Excellent. Uh, what I would say is this. Um, fundamentally, what Nick has said is that somehow things will improve for U.S. dissidents because of the <laughs> the the badges in the back. It's just like a video game. It says like t- tw- hundred thousand hours watched like i i don't know what they were i don't i I, i'm only aware of this shit really in video games and stuff like that uh well yeah it's like you like watch hours like played hours shit like the expansion of china that may or may not most comments on videos over the coming near future while i don't envision that as being particularly likely i've predicted for some time that china is going to have economic problems i do not believe that that would actually help people within the united states and ultimately, at the end of the day, to put it bluntly, China is asshole. They endorse the same globalism that the Westoid. Uh, this cliche, just I mean, ridden. Does he have anything? Uh, globalists preach. It's just that they want the Chinese to have a little bit of a greater cut. Um, there is the people that are still stuck in 2016, man. I'm running really out of patience. No semblance of possibility of change within the Chinese system. Yeah, I hope this put. I hope this destroyed sticks and all your guys' uh, opinions. Which we do. Like, I hope that. Yeah, I hope that none of you ever watch them again. Have in the U.S. and similar systems, there is at least a process by which you can attempt to change the way in which things work. I would point out that a great deal of the excesses that have led to Nick Fuentes himself being abused are based at least loosely on the idea of like the Chinese social credit score system. China even going so far as to ban cryptocurrency mining when cryptocurrency is arguably one of the greatest disruptors to the hegemonic power of the U.S. or any other Western regime that we've seen in the last few decades. Um, The power of people to speak out to delve into innovation with regards to finances, again, blockchains, crypto, et cetera, that will change the system. We don't even disagree on the need for change. I think that Nick and myself, we could probably have a two-hour discussion that would be entirely amiable if we talked about the need to to reform and or destroy the current way in which the U.S. government does business. The difference is that I perceive it as an unpragmatic argument to believe that a foreign nation that doesn't even like anyone within the U.S. and sees us all as enemies or competitors is somehow magically going to help us by undermining the regime from without because that undermining doesn't affect the domestic policies. It may affect the policies in third-party nations, but it doesn't help Nick Fuentes sitting there in the United States. Maybe China decides to sphere the Netherlands. Maybe all of a sudden, instead of being algorithmically demoted by YouTube for having wrong think opinions about globalism or about CRT, maybe I'm in a gulag instead. It won't change anything for Nick Fuentes, and it won't change anything for many of you out there. 
gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. I think this might have been the best blood sports we ever had on the kill stream. Honestly, it was epic. Uh, and again, thanks for me to ones. both of you, gentlemen. I hope you have a good rest of your day and a good weekend coming up. All right, thanks a lot, you too, yeah. friend. Yep. Cool. Yeah, Sweet. I never really saw any of the old ones, but that was just a trouncing. I mean, our normal blood sports like that, just like destroyed, but. You know, I thought that, you know, that the debate, like I said many times in the stream, that the debate was not, you know, it's about how we stand as a people and how we, yeah, how we deal with ourselves. I mean, China, Russia, almost Israel at this point, they all are, all three of those issues are solved at home. It doesn't make them not a problem. It doesn't make, I guess that's what one of the, that's the thing I agree with sticks on but my answer is so what it's like he's saying china is not that good and they're a problem they're challenging america on the world stage like no shit but who is america you know who who is america who is us there's so many things i mean the mainstream is just but maybe i've just transcended my former form but i was like that for all of 2019 and then i started i mean really red pill getting red pilled is seeing that nothing really is what it seems and part of the way it seems is these cliches. They're not true. They're not tr as true as real truth. Yeah, I mean, that was that was brutal, man. Sticks is terrible. I never really thought about it that much uh, tonight that I just want a lot of these people to quit. And that would benefit me, right? <laughs> Take their place. But <laughs> I've been DMing with might be wrong a lot <laughs> tonight. IRL, IRL meetup might be wrong soon. I'm going to AFPAC. I'm going to AFPAC. That is in, wow, under two weeks. It's in 12, wait, 12 days. Whoa. Going to meet Fuentes, going to meet Vince, all the people. Let's, let's, uh, let's go over to the lineup. There's a cool thing to show you. Alex Jones is now on Co Cozy. Dang. I got blocked, but no, no, no. Bruh. Today on Twitter was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple things I want to show you, then we'll get out of here. But the speakers lineup is pretty good, and there's more coming. Huh. Where'd I put it? Oh, it's in the ignorant chat. Give me a second. <laughs> Dude, there's they got this uh their censorship thing is so unlocked, man. Like you Google AFPAC and it's uh the first thing is the Wikipedia. Yeah, here we go. Pretty fire right here, let me show you. Um, Fuentes, Stu Peters, he's pretty good. Vincent James, love him. Jesse Lee Peterson, I can't wait to see that guy speak. Andrew Torba from Gab, and then all the guests are good, but they're they're adding at least two more speakers. I'm predicting that these two speakers are Paul Gosar and Wendy Rogers. Paul Gosar is a congressman out of Arizona, and Wendy Rogers is a state senator out of out of Arizona. John Doyle is going to be. Look at this guest lineup. Going to meet all these people. So excited. 
Jaden McNeil, Baked Alaska, John Doyle, Lauren Witzke, Milo Yiannopoulos, Gavin McInnes, Bryson Gray, Wurzel Root, Michelle Malkin, John Miller, Beardson, Jared Taylor. I definitely am excited to meet him. He's a legend. Lance Videos, Tyler Russell, Patrick Holly from National File, Cassandra Fairbanks, Kai Clips, and Peter Brimlow. Also, Peter Brimlow is the, is the founder of V-Dare, I believe. I, I want to meet the old heads, man. They're not going to be around forever. Yeah, I'm, I got to think about a little strategy because, of course, I would ask these people, but it's like, you know, I mean, the worst they can do is say no, right? So, but I'm actually going to, you know, do some writing, do some journaling, think how best to use my time, how best to, to capitalize on the stuff. Meeting up with my boy, Michael Cisco, been on the show twice. Looking forward to that, man. I'm very much looking forward to this. I'm, so it's like, this is going to be a little Wednesday night. I'm hanging with the Zeds in Georgia. Thursday night, I'm going going to Orlando and uh, just doing my own thing. Probably going to stream, walk around from in Orlando. Uh, Friday night, the 25th is AFPAC. Saturday night, I'm hanging out with uh, with Depo uh, John DePorchboy and some other people. And then Sunday, I'm hanging out with Might Be Wrong. So it's a little more like a social trip than anything else. But you can't stream in here. I, my original thing was was being able to stream from inside, but they locked that shit down. They'll kick your, you out if you take pictures and stuff. So I, I, I'll take it, you know. But I'm definitely going to ask some questions, try to get like two or three minute interviews with each people. Just to be like, hey, let's talk. Can I write some stuff down? Whatever. But I, you know. I highly doubt that Jesse Lee would do my show. Oh, yeah. I would, I would like to get all of them on the show. Oh, I don't know. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk later. Got a network. Who is a Sticks fan? What's woe? What's your woe one? Must network. Must network. Yeah, I won't, I'm not going to show you the next thing. Huh? It's just stupid. I'm good. It was a long one. Yeah, I mean, no hard feelings. To, I mean, I, I, I dipped out a long time ago, but... It's like, no hard feelings to non-con streamist. I know he's a regular, but dude, I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't know, I'm just like sick of getting told what to do. Uh, like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to, to say. Other than I'm just sick of getting told what to do. Like, no one likes that. And certainly people don't like it happening repeatedly. And it happens too much, man. Like, I let too much shit go in, in, in this chat, like, in that realm. I'm not here to get told what to do. I had to, I had to close the chat for, like, half an hour of that stream. <laughs> you don't even remember the well. You blacked out. Yeah, I mean, it was just like every time I said the word sticks, it was just like, it's not about the jokes. It's about literally telling me what to do. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like a, like, a, like a dick for saying it or whatever, but it's like I put so much time into this shit. I put my heart and soul into this, and 
I'm not trying to be here. It's like, and I've thought about stuff. I've, you know, I think about what I say. I'm of sober mind. I have, you know, I work really hard and long at this stuff. And it's like, I'm not trying to get up here and just be told what to do by, you know, even, even most of you guys are my friends in the chat, but it's like, you know, like you guys don't know the full story of what I do and what I think about, you know, and it's, that's what someone is doing when they just tell you what to do. Um, and I don't do that ever in people's chat. And there's a relationship here of like, I'm running a stream and you're not. And when I'm, you know, I try, this is one of the reasons why I don't watch that many streams. Cause if you can't help yourself, then it's like, what are, where are the days of just like being entertained and there being an entertainer, you know? So, and it's not just like, no, like, don't tell me what to do ever. It's, it's a context. People don't understand context. They don't, like, you know, I'm one of the reasons that I'm a, a really good professional musician is because I'm so good at behaving situationally. You will not see me being the same person, even behavior, speech, and stuff like that, when I'm on bass, or when I'm a band leader, or when I'm in the crowd, or when I'm running an open mic. I mean, these are all like different jobs, and I behave completely different in all of them, as you should be, as you should. Like, no one should just be the same person all the time. It doesn't make you a different person, but it's like, there's no, I don't know, it's like context. It's like, sometimes I need, I do need to be told what to do, so people do tell me what to do and I appreciate it, but they like in people in DMs and stuff like that. A couple people DM me tonight and that's fine, but it's just like there's a time and place for everything and it's just, you know, and I made a joke about a woman earlier and someone was like, stop it, stop it, question, you know, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. And it's like, where do you, like the sense of entitlement, like where do you get off? Like I've, you know, you know, thousands and thousands of hours have been put into this shit. I mean, not every single stream, obviously, but it, you know. Like, this is one of the reasons that I just watch shows. I don't participate in live chats. I don't, it, it's just, I like consuming content and I like creating content. And there's a clear boundary there. And oh, I, I, I appreciate that, uh, Stranded360. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know you, you know, obviously. Yeah, you're, you're, you were watching in 2019 and, you know, we were in the same Discord servers and stuff like that. I appreciate it. And it's also the repeated thing. It's just the repeated and it's like, I mean, it's like, and what do I do? Should I just have nipped it in the bud? I probably should have, right? That's probably the error I made, but it's just like, you know, in what other context can someone just say, do this, do this over and over and have the person be like, cool about it? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, I'm reading what you're saying. And like, that's communication. That's correspondence. What was slightly threatening? Yeah, wh wh what's the it? Depends on what your definition of A's is.
Elon Musk is in investigating in the Freedom Convoy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I definitely, I mean, I like, I love going live, but I, I sometimes I think I would have, I, I would function better in a, a little more old school life, you know, where you don't have all this input information, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I agree, Moose. I completely agree. What, uh, what keyword did you, uh, did you search shouting? Found your channel totally by accident, searching some keyword in a YouTube search. Yeah, what, what keyword? Yeah, I mean, and in general, it's really just, like, people trying to, like, enforce, like, enforce their will on the chat. Like, on Odyssey, you know, I, I said to stop telling me what to do. Let me go over to the Odyssey chat. I said stop telling me what to do, and then two seconds later, he says the same thing over on, over on Odyssey three times in a row with all these capital letters and then he says not trying to annoy, annoy but I'm here to have fun but like I what what if fun is you always have to worry about the group dynamic it's like okay so we're not here to have fun you know at what point have we never been have we not been here to have fun but if someone is just like you know it's like when someone is just being annoying and loud and it's like their excuse can't be to have but you're not everyone else isn't having fun He was searching the N-word true. So I don't I don't know what the how I could have handled that a little bit better. I mean I yeah, I, I do actually. I would have I should have nipped it in the butt earlier, but please. I guess I'm doing it right now. I mean, we've been through many different I mean not many, we've probably had between fifteen and twenty realignments or whatever over the course of three years. Anything from like 20 people like disavowing the show and leaving forever. That was kind of the Bears thing. And like, you know, people just, you know, we lost, we've lost a lot of, a lot of soldiers over there. So like anything from a, to, to, you know, someone leaving for the day and coming back the next day and everything's fine. But it's like, I'm just not into being told what to do all the time on my show. You know, and I promise you, like... Like, for instance, Katie Zed did her first stream today, right? And I was telling her what to do. She asked for feedback, and I was Joe, I was texting her at the beginning when she wasn't looking at the chat. And that made me feel uncomfortable. And I know she asked for it. And that couldn't be more of like a, like she asked for it. She, she, she did need help. And it still made me feel uncomfortable. Because it's just like, this is a person trying to create something. And like... And in, in, in almost no other time in history, in human history, has there been a situation where there's just instant feedback from like whoever. I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but you guys are whoever in the chat. You're my, some of you are my friends, some of you, it's your first time here. Some of you, I, you know, I've seen over the years, but you're, you're literally not the streamer. So, you know, and some are smarter. There's no such thing as a quality. So some of you are smarter than others. Some of you are funnier than others, you know, but it's like, and I'm not arrogant or pompous. This is just the nature of the thing. It, it, you know, same as true, if it's true for any institution or whatever. I mean, the, the, the seven-year-olds running the, the lemonade stand are, I'm not them. You know, and 
even if I were, if I were to, and kids don't even like it when you just impose and you just like, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. Even, I wouldn't even do that with the seven-year-old unless they ask. I mean, that's why I like teaching lessons because they sign up for a lesson and they agree to do it and it's a reciprocal, I'm the teacher, they're the student. This is also why I'm an excellent world-class student. Before I was a great teacher, I was a good student because I would just sit there with my teacher and learn and have roles all day. And talking back or whatever, or you know, being the teacher is just an ego narcissism thing. They're the one that gets to be the one with the ego. They're the teacher, they're the expert. And if they're not, you're not recognized as such, I mean, you can talk that about it, talk with that about them, but did I switch words? I don't know. But at the end of the day, like roles and boundaries are so important. She was searching the N-word. That's so funny. True. Are we are we in a group? I mean, we're in group DMs and we have the Discord server. I thought you left the Discord server. I mean, that was a while ago, though. I mean, we're not exactly taking new, new applicants. A lot of stuff's happened. I'm sure you're aware of a lot of it. Yeah, we're the Ignits. I've given you lemons, we're besties now. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I mean, look, I, yeah, I mean, it's 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 like an ego trip. You know what I mean? Like the, it's, it, it's like a savior complex thing. I'm not immune from it. I do it too, but I did it way more. Like for, like, I don't know. I hate, you know, as an example, like Katie, and I talked today, like we, we called each other and I was specifically given her ask for advice. And I, and at one time in the conversation, I was like, you should just do what I said, not what I'm saying. And that was to me, even a little uncomfortable because, but it's just like, it's, I've, you have to get over when you've established a, pro, a, a boundary or a, pro, or what the, it's really roles. I mean, establishing roles is establishing a boundary, but I'm just, I'm sick of it, dude. I'm so sick of it. Yo, artist in the building. What's up, dog? Yeah, invite me to your gab group. Might be wrong. I need some rice so bad. I need some rice so bad. I'm about to become a Chinaman, dude. Thank you, Arvolt, and might be wrong for liking my uh, for liking my gab. About to eat so much rice that I turn into a Chinaman. Hope you're well, artist man. You know I love you. And you did pretty good, Katie Zed. That was pretty. That was pretty solid. The, that moment when you sneezed, though, when you like thought like turning off your camera would mute your mic. That was so funny. Bruh, I need, I'm just thinking about just like con contemplating this rice downstairs. About to go work in the rice fields, bruh. I lifted so hard today. I lifted so, I, I found the lifting routine I like, by the way. It's, it's very, very good. It's short and sweet. It's short and sweet and very, very difficult. 
What I do is, uh, what I do is I do deadlifts. I do supersets. I, I do high rep, low weight deadlifts, and then followed by inverted, I mean, not inverted, but followed by rows, you know, bent over rows. That's one superset. And then I do bench. I didn't do a superset on the bench today. I was so tired. Do bench and I do weighted calf raises. That's a super superset. And then I do squat, uh, squats, you know, back squats with shoulder press. Six lifts. Well, it's really three different work, three different super supersets. And I'm just done after, dude. And I was just done. And then, and then 30 seconds after I talked to Kate, I was like, hey. <sighs> the hunger. So yeah, I mean, look, you guys know it's nothing personal. It's it all right. I guess that's kind of a cliche. It's not even any more personal than what it is. It's like I'm a man with ideas that works hard, with love in his with joy in his heart, loves God, and I'm the chief of sinners. So it's like there's this complicated thing about being person and but you know I'm in the last couple of years I've really learned I guess since January 6th I've really learned about like who I am where my boundaries are and that it's like dude the the, the tie or even more like the the deference or what it is what it, the gra grace what is it what is it goes to the person that's creating the thing and if I were to partake in yours I and mean, like a lot of people who have channels I simply don't like their content you know, I simply don't, and I'm not going to pretend I don't. So I'm either not going to watch or whatever, but you're not going to see me telling a bunch of people what to do. What you will see me do is this is my outlet, and Twitter's also my outlet, and I, I do what I do. And if you don't know at this point, you should watch for longer and just listen. And if you don't like it, then, you know, there's ways to tell me and tell, tell me, but just telling me what to do. It's like, whoever likes that. I'm a straight. I was huffing and puffing. Weird having the heavy breathe. I was I was dying. I was just like on the bike. You know, my you know, my heart rate was at like 155, 160 the whole time. Yeah, I'm so happy to to have found this to have finally developed this workout. It took a very long time. But yeah, the the free weights and then the cardio. Like I do 30 minutes on my heavy lift, on my lifting days, I lift three days a week. I do half an hour of cardio before, and then I do the lift, which takes about 40 minutes, and then I do another half an hour of cardio afterward. I'm 205, yo. I'm, weight is melting off of me. I, I got back from the gym, I was 205. I've lost 22 pounds this year. 22 pounds in like 43 days. This was just pouring off because I'm not drinking either. Dude, I like not drinking, by the way. I mean, I still will with, with like, especially, I mean, the, I was really thinking about this a lot. The real times that I that I am enjoying not drinking is when I'm playing gigs and run, like working night events, you know, being a musician. Man, I've, I've, I'm such a force when I'm not drinking. Like last night was awesome. I was just on water. I had one root beer last night. And I was just, I had game, I was talking to girls, I was performing awesome. So it's like, it's just, I gotta think about how good it makes me feel next time I try, wanna do that. But you know, I'm gonna, 
enjoy with friends again, of course, but I just feel so good. I don't like drinking and playing. I like drinking and talking. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Am I a carpetbagger? I don't, I don't know. Doesn't that mean a person that votes against the culture that they move to? No. No, I'm further right than any person I know around here. Nice. You wrote, reposted my live stream in about 10 different discords promoting it. Thank you. Every, yeah, Arms told me the same thing. I really appreciate it, guys. I mean, really the discord, the word of mouth thing is how I would love this to grow because I don't want the mainstream coomers in here. Hmm. I'm going to be asking you, though, you what I should on one topic, though. Prepare yourself. What you should do on one po- uh, on one topic, what does that mean? Yeah, I mean, dude, the 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 drinking when I'm when I'm staying with friends and they're staying with me, we've got to come to a. Uh, it, it's no one's. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's it's my fault for me, and it's your fault with you. You know, everyone's got their personal responsibility. But the drinking when I'm visiting people and when they're visiting me, it just has to chill out. It's so easy to do because all my good friends, you know, what, the thing we have in common is we love talking for hours and hours, you know? So it's like me, me and Mr. Zed just ripping shots till four in the morning. I mean, I've, I do not, you know, I've done it with five people in the chat right now and many people that aren't in the chat. And it's just like that needs. So next time I see whoever, please, please, let's be a team on that. I'm not saying we can't chill and drink, but the thing where we're up all, I mean, I love flat or just do a ratio. Like where it's like we, for every drink, we drink a couple glasses of water. We like, I mean, dude, man, me and Woofy have been up till five in the morning once, man. But, but dude, some of those conversations are priceless, man. They're priceless. So it's just like, you know, it's, we just got to tighten up, man. Drunkenness is a sin. They're fun, yeah. But like extreme drunkenness is just a sin. Being a drunkard is a sin. We played a show once at a, at a festival sponsored by Budweiser and it told us we could have whatever to drink. We all said water. He said they were the first band to say that. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't drank in, uh, in over a month. And I'm happy. It's really because I've been eating the bugs and living in the pods, though, just like Klosh said. You would never drink with me, says Edificantist, based. We got to discuss channel soon. Bruh, I was drinking water. Yeah, we, we had a good debate that one night, but we could have done that with lemonade instead. Dude, I just want to say that Sedevacantus is that nigga, dude. In a, in a great way. What the? Ethan Ralph in the chat. <laughs> Yo. It cannot be the real one. Is that the real Ethan Ralph? No way. That with lemonade come on my show, Ethan. Is that really you? That would make me laugh so hard. Let me go to this channel. Go to channel. Four subscribers. 
Ain't no Ethan Ralph. I would love it if it was, though. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. Let me get on the kill stream, Ethan. I love your work, man. Big fan. <laughs> I wish it was the real one. I wish it was the real one, bro, but... Got some subs tonight. It's pretty cool. The real Ralph Amale says, I can handle my alcohol. Ralph Amale always wins. What happened to you in Portugal, bro? Did you get jumped by some, some urban migrant teens? Yeah, sleep is so much better without alcohol. Yeah. You got to download a pretzel, Katie said. That's hilarious. It's a funny, uh, funny way to end the night. Ethan Ralph gets in the chat. If it's you, send me an email or DM. Get me on the kill stream. Prove yourself. I'll debate Sticks Hexenhammer on why cooming is bad. Your live stream is gonna go, uh, work well, very well with the Canary Cry news crowd. I don't know. I don't know them, but that's cool. Was it some, it was, it was Arabs, a bunch of Arabs. Nice. Old Bear says, my uh, husband and I both quit drinking almost a decade ago and haven't looked back. It's awesome. Yeah, pretzel rock, yep. Yep, you just feel better alcohol-free. You haven't drank in 10 years, that's awesome. I'm just old now, I get exactly where I want and maintain, but, but definitely don't need alcohol to convo. Yeah, you definitely don't. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, replays go to Odyssey. Thank you for reminding me of that to announce that. I'm really tired. I'm like at a straight up caloric deficit. And it's interesting. I mean, I wasn't in a bad mood tonight. I was telling that to Mike. I was like, did I? I'm just being serious. And I'm smiling. You know, it's fine. It's just don't tell me what to do. Or just be, you know, I don't know. Or, be, or say LOL or say I'm joking. Or like, even if you're not being funny, just say something other than just telling me what to do over and over I have not indulged in the tobacco pipe in a while I, I did for a time it's been sitting there for a while it's funny original YouTube Christian based live stream okay when's the bowling alley stream Ralph Dude, I can't believe Ethan Ralph's the true alpha, alpha Ralpha males in the chat. It was a couple other people too. It's it's just like the the chat was just insane today. It was like I had to close it for it was just so much like complaining and you know it was just I don't know is it just a different vibe on Saturdays or people drunk or you know like. It's a completely different vibe in the morning. That's true. I mean, I guess it's true. It's a different time of the day. People, you know. Comes in seasons for me as well. Huh. Haven't smoked. smoked. Yeah, I mean, I did not inhale. Pipe tobacco is sickening. I'm pumped for the bowling alley stream. I've been hearing about that. But, dude, I think we need to talk about Jesus, Ethan Ralph. That's really what I think. Oh, yeah, big shout out to, to um, 
Big shout out to Amy Lane for hosting this whole time. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. She's still hosting. That's great. Got some new followers tonight. It's cool. Talking shit? Nah. I love your content, Ralph. Ethan Ralph's personality reminds me of the rock star Meatloaf before he died. There's no chest anymore, man. They, they t there's no chest at all. They took away the chest permanently on D-Live. Yeah, they're, uh, they're going broke, dude. I need to get on Cozy. Christ is king. Aren't you an atheist? I actually don't know much about your uh, religious beliefs, Ethan Ralph, if, the, if that is your name. Yeah, no more chest ever. It's done, man. Yep. That's how rare. Yeah, it's been at least three months. <laughs> Pipe weed. Finest weed in all of South Farthing. Pipe weed. Did you smoke uh, when you when you did you used to smoke? Might be wrong. Like smoke cigs. I've always thought the grossest thing was cigs. I've smoked a lot of them when I back in the day, like when I was with friends and stuff. But I've I don't like the feeling, and I didn't never. Thank God, I never found it addictive. I never got a, I never got addicted to tobacco because it's gross and the feeling is gross. You know. Old Toby. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, the to I'm so happy the tobacco thing. I mean, I've dipped before, you know, dozens of times. I've smoked hundreds of cigarettes. Never did it for me. Never did it for me. The tobacco that I enjoyed the most was uh with with the artist, and that was really more about hanging out and like trying a new thing. You know, I did it a couple times after that, and it was like Did Jews buy D-Live? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's still Chinese-owned, but... Oh, I get the joke. <laughs> the gold chest. <laughs> Thank you, Major Victory. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, social thing for sure. Old Toby. Oh my gosh, dude. Artists legit, like, the artists legit brought a projector and a, uh, and a, and a projection screen to watch Lord of the Rings <laughs> while he was here. That was cool, though. I did enjoy that. That was a cool way to. Am I going to get one of those free government crack pipes? Can of skull a day was, was difficult to kick, yeah. I mean, I think it was, a. Uh, you know, I think it was a blessing from God that I just he just spared me in that way. But he didn't spare me in other ways. Well, I mean, it's not his doing, you know. But you guys get what I mean though. I just some some people are were drawn to some things and I, I dipped. Wow. I've told this story on air before, but uh one time I was I was like seventeen or eighteen and I was I was like we used to we used to smoke weed before football practice, right? And uh, all my friends dipped, right? And so we were just like so stoned, like at age 17. And uh, we were in like my buddy's car. And I had the worst cotton mouth. And we were about to go to practice. 
So I grabbed, reached behind me in his in his seat or whatever, and grabbed a, a bottle of water. You know the Gatorade bottles, the the green Gatorade football water bottles. So not see through, by the way. This is very important to the story. Um, yeah, these. So I grabbed one of these, right? And I took a big old swig to cure my cotton mouth, and it was pure dip spit. <laughs> I was baked out of my mind and I was like just took a big old swig of my buddy's dip spit <laughs> yo it was not a sip at all well if he says he sipped the dip no it was beyond, it was like a full gulp dude it was so bad it was so I was like I just like that like you know and when you're seeking relief too you're like you have the worst cotton mouth and you just are seeking relief dude and the relief did not come <laughs> oh my gosh I'll remember this for the rest of my life oh you hate this everyone say I hate this story <laughs> You go over the new... No, we haven't done the LOTR, no. We will, though. <laughs> Said says, uh, one time the CEO of my company grabbed my Starbucks cups at a morning meeting. I sat right next to him. My Starbucks was skull juice. Still makes me smile. Ran out of the room to the bathroom looking white face. No, dude, I puked, Woofy. I puked hardcore and then was back to... And my friends were just dying laughing. Like, sit all, we were in my buddy's Suburban, the Bourbon. Yeah, we were in, we were in Adam's Suburban. And uh, my buddies were just dying laughing. All of them were just dying. I was, I was so upset, man. Oh, my gosh. Was, I'll remember this for the rest of my life. <laughs> And it was just in one of these, you know, you play football, you know these so well. It's what everybody uses. The Gatorade 32 squeeze bottle. So nasty, dude. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Ah, well. If it, Good thing it wasn't recycled lemon lime Gatorade pee in a Gatorade bottle. You mean like real pee or you mean just like Gatorade? In a way, I almost prefer it to be pee because it's sterile and I enjoy the taste. <laughs> Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No, but I do it anyway because it's sterile and I enjoy the taste. You would have been out for the day. I also got tossed. Dude, this is another funny story. I don't think I've ever told this on air. But this is senior year and it was, on the, it was in the same car, right? So, um... I'm in the same, it's my buddy Adam's Suburban, right? And we're at the back of the parking lot, and we used to always, all the time, hitch a ride on the, the thing you step on on the outside. You, you grab on the, the rail, on the out, you're on the outside of the car. And uh, he hitches me a ride up to the front, and then to fuck with me or whatever, you know, whatever, he slams on the brakes. And I go flying. And my head full-on popped head on the concrete completely knocks me out and he was like i was just joking i was like what do you mean you were just joking why are you doing this when i you know i'm the outside of the car i don't know if it was whatever but he slammed on the brakes and i 
fly off the Suburban in the parking lot of my school, of my high school, knocked out instantly on the concrete. And I wake up to like a crowd of people like clapping, like, yo, and like crying, thinking I'm dead. And I was, it made, I don't know, I got a concussion or whatever. It made me sick. I was like puking from it and shit. And they made the entire team do a hundred down-ups in front of me that day at practice. I still went to practice. I didn't dress. I was just like there in a daze. And I, and you know, I met with the trainer, met with the doctor. And, uh, and they made the entire team do a hundred downups because that, because that happened to me. And there's just so unjust, man. Like I just dude, a lot of the, dude, a lot of these people, they had a really bad sense of, of justice. And like, it's like, I'll do a lot, but like, but you know, there were four people in the car that were on the football team. So they, you know, but he made them do it in front of me. And, and I, it just like broke my heart, man. A lot of the times when you're a kid, you think you're getting screwed over and they're just trying to do, they are actually doing the right thing for you. This was not one of those times. This was not one of those. It was just like such a cruel and the way that it's like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, you know, Coach Loria or whatever, you know, did you not do stupid shit? And it's like the a lot of these these coaches are on a power trip. That's why a good coach is so good. But a lot of these coaches are on such like a malicious, unjust power trip. You're not about team punishments. It's old school and it doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, when when sometimes the team collectively does do something wrong. So that's sometimes, you know, but I know what you for yeah, it's not cool. I can tell you're a good coach, man. Explains a lot. <laughs> it's funny. Gator Gatorade has uh cinnamon uh, in it, yeah. Yeah, I I don't do sugar at all, really. I try to not. Would you rather, you know? Thank God you're alive. Yep, for sure. What that that was not my time to go. God controls life, so was not my time to go. Had my family friend die from hitting his head on a curb in a similar situation. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And it's just like people, it's like, I don't know, man. High school is such a, public school, high school, we're just all raised so wrong, dude. And it's like, that's why we're, we have to like be cool with each other because we all, in a way, we didn't all go through the same thing, but we were all raised in the relatively similar world. Like the last 50 years is so fallen, dude. And we're all around, we're all around the same age in that we're all raised, like, you know, almost everybody that's ever watched the show is under 60 or is like, I guess, 65 or younger. We're starting to get a, sometimes an older crowd because of Frank, but Frank's not that old. Um, but like, dude, we got to be gracious with each other, man. We got to, yeah, we got to be, we got to take words seriously. We got to take God seriously. We got to be gracious with each other. We got to have a sense of humor because we're all raised in, in a broken in a broken world a lot more more than others and it's like you know I, that's why i don't bring up that much like what i think makes me makes my upbringing special or whatever i mean like my parents divorced when i was four um a lot of stuff that i don't ever bring up like again i, I there's a lot of stuff i i don't that i hold back and i don't re react to everything in the chat but we just great being gracious with each other is so important 
it's so hard to walk this this tightrope of trying to like stand up but also be gracious and you know all the things i just described because we all we were ro- we were raised in like in my opinion one of the most broken time one of the most broken places in almost one of the most broken times in human history and someone could say oh it's been that way since the fall but i mean dude look at the last 500 years and put up and put the last 50 years in america against i just don't think because i don't believe in equality i don't believe in in that it's just been equally bad forever that's impossible dude mina what's your problem man like steven is ri- like what what's your issue with this stream dude it's not your fault it's not your fault. Feel sorry for uh, children raised in public schools. Cinemix is definitely, Cinomics is definitely worse than antifreeze. That's the aborted baby, baby cells. I think a drop-off line at a daycare is so sad. Here, strangers. Yeah, I mean, man, I'm just you're always making just statements about me and about things that you, like, are you meaning to talk shit in this chat? Because, again, I mean, since we're, yeah, I, I think I like you too. I mean, you're a, you're a monetary supporter. You're a subscribe star. I mean, you support the channel, but it just seems like you're trying to shit on me or... Like, you're trying to talk shit a lot. So, I mean, it's, you know, I wouldn't be bringing it up if we weren't just doing this right now. We're all already, like, airing whatever, but. Glad my kids were not. I was in Latchkey. Who DMing me, bruh? My next podcast, yeah. Speaking of, uh, yeah, let's go to my. Uh, let's go to this. Let's go to this. This is funny for my LOTR fans. And so, what? Even if I am rich, I mean, I am. I mean, I do have money, but like, after all, Joe Rogan said it. Why shouldn't I? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about with the French kid. I saw you say this like four times earlier, shouting at clouds, and I have no idea. Where'd you hear that rumor? After all, Joe Rogan said it. Why shouldn't I? DC money with a Detroit booty. <sighs> no, it's not that, man. It's it's that it's there's a difference between picking on me and talking shit. And you seem like a person who's talking shit, not picking on something. It's like, I don't know, it's just like you're rich and you're like and you, you know, it's just 
you know, I don't know how to describe it because I'm just ending the night. I'm tired. But, you know, a lot of the stuff you say in the chat is just like blanket statements about shit you don't know about or just about me. And it's like, why don't you just be mean and not talk shit? Like being mean is a resting condition. Talking shit is an active condition or an act. It's an action. So I don't know. Whatever. Muchness, general muchness. That's my uh, that's my uh, military name. Like, look at how my friends quote pick on me, and then look at how they do it, and look at how you do it. And there's a difference between like, you know, what they're doing and like talking shit. Canadian protest live stream. Well, are you talking about France or French Canadians? Like, you heard it in the Canadian protests. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love to do my children's upbringing over again, but part of what makes it who they are is how flawed I was during the formative years. Yeah, exactly. I'm going off what you said, Mena. You said you are mean. But being mean doesn't require someone to talk shit. And I find what you do. I, I, do you want me to go through what you've said in the stream today? I mean, I, like, but I, I'm not going to today. But if it comes up again, I will, I guess. But like. General munchness, Munch, general munch, muchness of the Pepper Navy, the French protest in France. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, shouting, you're 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 more informed. You seem more informed than me. I do most of my prep ten at ten o'clock on weekdays, so I don't know. Shit's cray right now, yo. Shit is cray right now. All right, we're out of here. We'll do this another time. Oh, yeah. So we got rid of this one. Oh, yeah. Here we go. But bam. Love you guys. See you when I see ya. I'm on Frank's stream tomorrow. Or I'm, on, I'm doing Frank's show this side of the internet. I know some of y'all are watching the, uh, the Super Bowl, but I'm doing my show tomorrow. I'm going to talk about why I'm doing it in light of the Super Bowl. Peace out, y'all. Love you. The China question. Everybody take care of that.